0: I'm Ms Gunn, and welcome to this New Zealand loyal post-election update, the first of two election updates. In my previous video, just before the election went ahead, I stated that I would, straight after the election, release information that would shock you, the mother of
1: all revelation. Italy is the first nation to say no to synthetic food, to so-called synthetic meat. It does so with a formal and official act. The resolutions call for a commitment to ban the production, marketing and import of synthetic foods within our territory.
2: to Resistant Chicks. I'm one of your hosts, Michelle. Leah will be joining us shortly. It's been quite the day and a half. Two days. It's been two days. It's been quite the 24 hours. Uh, a little bit longer than that. So, you guys have been hearing about our chicken butcher workshop. And, oh my gosh, everybody knocked it out of the park. I think we butchered almost 80 chickens. Um... It was a phenomenal day yesterday. Like, we literally had a blast. I can't even tell you. this. It was the most fun class that we've ever done. It was definitely the most fun day of butchering that we have ever had. I'm so proud of everybody. Everybody went home with a chicken or two or four. Um, so that was really fun. It was fun being able to send people home with multiple chickens because our friend Jacob had raised out extras. So that was awesome. But what that did is it made it so the chickens just kept coming. <laughs> We thought he was bringing 40. He brought 45. We had 50 of our own. There's still 14 that are not done of our chickens that Lee and I and um, Matt will get to soon. But it was, man, we just rocked it like clockwork. If you guys want to see it. We have the video. I think Patriot Gallery has now disseminated it everywhere. But we went live on Facebook for it was a really long video. I actually handed the camera over to Kevin, or he picked it up or something, and he just continued filming. So you get to see every station, from the heads being cut off and the jugulars cutting and the bleeding out and the chicken roller coaster, aka the chicken plucker, and um, this is from the scald. To the evisceration process aka gutting and then up in the kitchen where i was mostly with the bagging and now i have an entire chest freezer full of chicken with more to come and i'm always looking at it because i'm in the basement and i'm pointing at the three freezers of meat that we have um scott kesterson's envy of life is our our speaking of which scott's in the chat hello mr kesterson i'm so glad that you're here welcome to the resistance chicks program that you have not watched in a very long time Live, except for I think you were there the other day. So, Mr. Kesterson in the chat with us today. So happy to have you and all of Bard's Nation. And you know what I was really excited about? There were people there that came yesterday that you know you make friends with, even though I can't remember their names because I'm not sure I was actually introduced. Um, it is up. Patriot Gallery says not on Facebook. It should be up on Facebook. Oh, you took it down. I'm, it looks like my mom might have taken it down. Um, on the okay rewind where was i going with that no facebook is up right now what were what was i talking about crickets crickets okay back to yesterday because i lost my train of thought there oh people bards fest there were people that were there from bards fest as a matter of fact the taylors were were at bards fest sherry and her daughter chloe were at bards fest um scott you baptized sherry and you baptized christine taylor um and Leah, what were what were the names of the other three beautiful women with the blonde hair? And your computer's not down here. You can't remember either. Geez, that's terrible. What is on your face? You big disgrace. It's on your nose right here. Here she comes. Anyway, forgive me. They were absolutely beautiful women, and they worked so 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 hard. Uh, and they were at Bard's Fest. Uh, was Cindy at Bard's Fest? I don't know. It just felt like there was like a Bards fest, 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 ReFest of chicken festing. So it was awesome. So <laughs> Scott kept saying, uh, how did you word it, Scott? The uh, resistance chicks meet their resistance chickens and the chickens lose. The chickens did not lose. Okay. And we weren't going up against them. This was not an affront or an assault against an army of chickens. This was a happy advent of their lives they were getting too big for their bodies and they wanted to go and meet Jesus so we helped them cage match thing <laughs> cage match <laughs> cage match with the chickens um we helped facilitate their journey to the beyond and their uh remains get to remain in my belly so so thank you for everybody that came. It was an absolutely phenomenal day. I had a lot of fun. Leah, did you feel like it was a successful day? Yeah, everybody did. I actually, I have a, I have a picture on my phone here, and I don't know how many people were there. Uh, Scott overestimated on the video. He's like, I think there was 30 or 40 people there. There weren't that many people here, but there were quite a few. And I did I did make them all take a picture. Okay, not everybody was in the picture because some people didn't want to be in the picture, but... um you ready? You're not ready. Look, look at that. Look at how you can't see. I should have downloaded the picture to show it to you because this is not focusing in, but they all, they're all holding chickens. Let me zoom in. Um, oh, this is great. Oh, this is this is perfect. Okay. I'm zooming in on this. <laughs> it's this epic you ready? So in the middle is a chicken without its head. And, and also to the other side is a chicken without its head. And then Leah's got a buck naked chicken there. Um, Scott says, that's a tribe of chicken slayers. <laughs> it was a great day. And then to top it all off, of all the things in the world that never happens, and I mean never, and don't expect this ever.
3: I, I'm afraid for you to tell people.
2: I'm going to tell them, but here's what I'm going to tell them. We know the Taylors. We've been at multiple events with them. We Their kids got filled. I thought that was my birthday present. What? What you're wearing, which does not show up on the camera We're at all.
3: Together. No, I didn't, I didn't know it was. Sorry. Okay.
2: It's not showing up really nice at all. Okay. It's really pretty in pink. I don't know what's, I got maybe too much brightness on the brightness there. It's
3: kind of bright in here. It just
2: looks silver. Anyway, so the Taylors, they, um.
3: They came four hours.
2: They drove four hours to get here they're and but they're friends of ours now we got their kids filled with the holy ghost Mm -hmm. two of them anyway and uh scott kesterson and and i had the privilege of praying for one of their sons who was not actually didn't get to come five people though
3: Mm -hmm.
2: drove four hours Mm -hmm. so i said to kevin it was like five o'clock i think and i was like so y'all driving home tonight are you getting a hotel and he's like no we're not getting a hotel and i was like well we have a floor kevin and he goes we did bring sleeping bags So we had a resistance slumber party, and then two of our girlfriends stayed the night
3: um, as well.
2: And this is a big step for Leah.
3: It's not a big step. No, a step means you're actually going to another No, that's platform. true. That's right.
2: You're, Leah's not, there's no step here. There's no step. This was a big uh, moment.
3: It's not a big moment. It, it just, Leah doesn't stay. let people stay
2: at our house. You know, Scott Kesterson didn't even stay at our house.
3: Because we don't have a room.
2: We don't we have, have a no single guest bedroom. People. They literally slept on the floor. We
3: literally, Max, here's the problem is we have my mom and Matt. And Uncle Jack. There's five we people in our house. We have three permanent extra people here, okay, uh, in a, in a house. So three permanent extra people. I mean, like for a house that only has two bedrooms. I get what you're saying. It only has two bedrooms. Official and we're bedrooms. We're two people, <laughs> okay. So we we make it work. We make it work. We have a uh, basement. We have an upstairs. Uh, so
2: Scott watch. says surprise surprise see that is called ministry of the people the heart of Jesus you know I want to go with you on that but that invokes that that, will, that this will happen again
3: it has happened we've had a lot of people that's true, house, that's but, true. but it was a great day and it was fun.
2: it was a lot of fun to wake yeah. up we got to pray for them pray them out um, so that was really awesome we had some prophetic words mm-hmm. for them and it was really really cool so yes. what a successful
3: was chicken awesome.
2: butchering day was
3: really proud of how everybody stepped
2: up. You're away from the microphone. You can
3: hear me. I was really proud. Everybody learned really quickly. Um, uh, Very, uh, a lot of self-starters, a lot of people who just fell into their groove. This is what I'm going to do. Did you hear what I said
2: at the start of the... I don't know that you were out there yet, and we were at... Jacob had pulled his... And man, that guy can back up a trailer. I was so impressed. He literally brings this horse trailer and backs it right up into the back like nobody's business. Um, Jacob is... Amazing. So Jacob backs up the, the trailer and the chickens are in the trailer. And I looked at everybody. N- nothing had been said yet. And they're all standing there staring at me. And I said, okay, class, here's your class. You see a job, do it. Yeah. That's what I said. And they all were like, oh, you know what that gave them? I think that gave them a little bit of trepidation and confidence at the same time.
3: No, and everybody did it. That, that was the first rule. They did. Uh, the first, first rule, rule of Fight well, Club is. Don't cut yourself. Nobody's allowed so to get injured. nobody cut themselves. Praise you, Jesus yep. and then um, everybody just found what they did well. When it comes to chicken butchering, that's how this works. Um, you find what you do well and you do it well. And you learn the different stages. And um, it everybody...
2: took a while to get started. And I know that from my end, because I'm in the packaging end, Mm -hmm. right, for the birds to start coming up to us Mm -hmm. to get the final finished product into the kitchen. But then once you guys got on a roll, it was like every time I turned around, there's a pot of four chickens coming up.
3: We remember, it's a class, so you're learning. Yeah. It was a class. It wasn't chicken butchery day for people who have already done it a hundred times. Exactly. Okay, I was glad to have people who've never it done it before. But well, that's and what so, I'm saying, that once we once you all got in the groove. I was impressed for how many we could get, get going for as many, as quickly as people were understanding how to do, to do things. And, yeah, it And awesome. uh, the scald water takes a, it's a very big finesse curve.
2: That is lesson. Can you just fix that necklace and you don't want me to touch you? It's not centered and it's driving me batty. There we go. Um, that is the, all. if you take away anything from, from watching our video yesterday, because it was really long on the chicken butchering, the number one most important thing that you will ever do in chicken butchering day is get the scald right. Mm-hmm. Because, and this is when we're down there, whether I'm in packaging or whether you're down there in evisceration, there's a constant phrase that you'll hear. That was a good scald. Meaning, cause you're looking at this bird and it's coming out perfectly naked. No feathers. The skin's not broken. It's not overcooked, and that's a good scald. So, meaning it, it like you could spend 20 minutes on a bird that has a bad scald trying to get the feathers out, or you could get a bird done and literally. I think have we timed how fast we can get a good bird done?
3: I get done pretty quick.
2: Under two minutes.
3: Yes, under two minutes. A perfect scald. A perfect
2: scald. You can get a bird done in under two minutes, or you can sit there for like 15, 20 minutes picking a bunch of feathers off. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that, that makes a, a, a whole host of difference when you're doing it like 100 birds. Mm-hmm. So I know you guys came here for the world news, but world breaking news. We butchered 78 or 80 chickens. We're not really sure exactly how many it was. And they were really like big chickens. They're really
3: nice looking chickens. Almost
2: seven pounders we had. And then we several.
3: Had, we had some requests to do the feet. So we did the feet. We scalded them. it's a big job. We had, a, we had 160 feet when we were done. Like chicken feet, you gotta t- you gotta peel that. It's reptilian. And why uh, you have to take off the, you have to re-scald the chicken feet. Take this, they take their yellow skin off, and then it makes the most nutrient-dense bone broth in the entire world. Scott it's says, a- "World news begins with food." Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah.
2: All right. So speaking of world news. Can I say that Sam was at this thing that you're going to talk about?
3: No, because I think this one was actually
2: oh, in Oh, not, um, not at this one. Oh, that's Boston. right, because they did not live in
3: Boston. You Maybe can, they were. No, they, they had to be in Boston. It had to be the Boston show. Yeah. Yeah. So they were there.
2: there. So yeah. so our friend Sam, Sir Thriving Mama in the chat, was actually at this event. Mm-hmm. So, Sam, we are going to want, we haven't even come to you like a I good texted. reporter would do. I texted her. I, I, I haven't read her text. I want to have her call in. Like, Sam, tell us what happened. Because literally, you were at an event that's our top story. Dave Chappelle, and you never know what's going to fly out of this man's mouth, by the way.
3: So this is, this is, this is, we got to tell him what, so if you are at, so I'm going to read the the headline. Okay. And then I'm going to read what Sam has to say. Okay. This is a report. Dave Chappelle goes on pro-Palestinian rant, cheers of free Palestine and Jews leave. So comedian, and I'm going to read the Breitbart article and and we'll see what Sam has to say. Comedian Dave Chappelle went on a pro-Palestinian anti-Israel rant at a show in Boston on Thursday evening. And it was cheered by the crowd. Now, was this the same one? I don't know. Was it Thursday evening we were praying for Because it might have been a different one. What, he went
2: multiple times? No, it was on Friday,
3: Friday night. Because this was Thursday. Well, maybe it was Thursday. Okay, so maybe she wasn't at this one. I don't know. Because this one was Thursday evening. Sandwich. which okay. one were you at? Uh, and was cheered on by the crowd, causing Jews present in the audience to walk out. So I saw source posted on Facebook. Hello, my friends. This is my first Facebook post in nearly seven years. With that, it is also the only social media platform I have. I would like to share with you an experience I had last night. My wife and I went to the Jabe Chappelle stand-up comedy show at the TD Garden with three other couples. What started out as a funny and joyful evening for the eight of us ended up with disgust and fear. Towards the end of his act, Chappelle mentioned the war in Israel and how he, as a Muslim, I didn't know he was a, Come on.
4: What is with everybody becoming the no, daggone must, Muslim? He must
3: be one of those Krishloms Louis Farrakhanis. Yeah. He's got to be a Louis Farrakhan guy. Denounces like black Israel or its treatment of the people in Gaza and started to add in lots of false and unsubstantiated claims. A gentleman towards the front yelled, you should shut the F up. Chappelle lost it at the man yelling. You do not tell me to shut the blank up at my show. Chappelle then started on a tirade, tirade of his beliefs, leaving comedy behind. Uh, while that was awful in it itself, what made my heart sink and started to invoke fear was when the crowd of nearly 20,000 people started yelling, go Palestine, go Hamas. And other related uh, jargon. The audience was cheering Chappelle on during his tirade. I was sick. We were sick. I turned to my friends and my wife and said, I think it's time to go. We walked out and met up with many other Jews leaving the show. Never in my life have I felt so unsafe and so fearful of what I was witnessing. The words alone were horrific. But we were vulnerable in a public forum. How could we know what would happen? Could violence against the Jewish uh, members in the audience break out? Here in Boston, how was there so much hate for Jews? How could a comedy show provide such a mechanism for people to verbally shout hatred to the Jews? The Wall Street Journal reported Dave Chappelle condemned the October 7th attack on Israel by Hamas militants, but criticized what he said uh, were war crimes in Gaza. The comments came up when Chappelle said he didn't think students should lose their job offers for supporting Palestinians. And that was in return to the um, the Harvard Letter, but it was more than just supporting Palestinians. It was cheering on the uh, the terrorist attack that went and kidnapped over two hundred ten people and saw thirteen hundred people killed or wounded. Now we can have it talks about Israel, but you don't get to cheer that on, right? Okay, like Hamas are crazy people. All right, so I think that being on the outside and looking in, the rest of us could be like, okay, you're crazy. Okay. You're probably, you know, World Economic Forum, Deep State. So, you know, I'm not sure we want to side with anybody at this point. Um, However, but we, you know, I I do stand. Listen, we played the videos on our show of the pro-Palestinian marches and we played the Israeli ones. The Israeli ones, like the Japanese singing their little Christian songs or whatever for the Israelis holding the flags Versus the Palestinian quote-unquote marches that are all like hate and from the river to the sea. Like if I have to choose a group to stand with, I'm going to stand over here with these people with the Israeli flag. Whoever, whatever they are. I'm like, I'm not stupid. Like I wasn't born yesterday. The Hamas, Hamas Palestinian crazy people are crazy. They're, they're crazy. Okay. The people supporting Israel, I will stand with those people because those people are peaceful people. Doesn't mean I'm standing with Israel. It means I'm standing with the people standing with Israel because those people aren't crazy murdering thugs. That's all I'm saying. I, I think it's pretty... The people themselves are not crazy murdering
2: thugs as far as Israel. That's what I'm saying.
3: Right. When I look at the marches, when I, I have, have to you. choose a march to stand with, I'm standing with them people over there. with uh, Good news. I have with...
2: great news for you, though.
3: What, you don't have to stand with either? You don't have to stand with either. I'm saying if they're making me pick... They ain't making you pick. Some audience uh, members cheered... I am talking hypothetically, dude. I'm. Yes, you are. Some audience members cheered Chappelle on and shouted, Free Palestine! While others yell, what about Hamas? Um, video of the show has yet to emerge because Chappelle makes all thirty, twenty or 30,000 people leave their phones behind. So this was a big deal. So Sam
2: and John and Stacy, they, it's, John and Stacy actually sent the message first, I think. And they were like, we're really concerned about Sam going mm. because they are told that they have to leave their cell phones outside. And uh, listen, Sam mm. went, and, and uh, we talked about that going into for her to go and, and bring the power of God. I'm not sure, like, like, let's say Trump held an event, which we're not going to any Trump events anytime soon anyway, but let's just, again, hypothetically, mm-hmm. Trump holds an event that I want to go to. I'm not going if they tell me I can't bring my cell phone in.
5: Mm-hmm. Like, it's just
2: not happening. I'm just not going. So, mm-hmm. but the fact that 20 or 30,000 people were just fine with that, chuck the phone, we're fine. I just find it a little bit, I know why they do it, though, because they don't want people recording, because what we're talking about today, there's no clip of it. Because nobody had a cell phone. Mm. But again, I'm thinking false flag kind of thing. You could pull off anything if you're telling people they can't bring their cell phones. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Did it really happen? If a tree falls in the forest and ain't nobody there to record it with a cell phone, did the tree really go down? Mm. I don't know what Uh, happened to the tree.
3: Let's get some updates. International humanitarian aid. No, you were going to read Sam's comment. Well, I don't think she was at the same one. That's what I'm saying. All right. Okay. So I think maybe he toned it down for the one she went to. <laughs> so so
2: you mean he had 20,000 people back-to-back in the same area two nights in a row? that. Is, that who knew that man could pull in that many people? He probably can, because that Holy was the cow. Thursday night one.
3: I uh, same- like what Wicked
2: Psyched here says. With comedians, people steal their material before they finish their tour, so that could be... But st- even with that, it's kind of like, meh. You know, I get it. But I just think, I'm like, okay, we live in this
3: day and age. Hmm. International humanitarian aid deliveries have entered the Gaza Strip for the first time since war broke out after October 7th terrorist attack on the southern border, but the number of trucks able to cross the border has been limited. 20 trucks loaded with medicine, food, and medical equipment crossed the uh, cross from Egypt Saturday morning. Mind you, Egypt and Jordan are taking no refugees. By the way, they're locking them all in. This is this is it's it's repulsive. It's disgusting. The Arab countries do not want any sort of peace. They do not care about the Palestinians. Let me repeat that. If if we're gonna be reporting correctly, and I have some amazing um, commentary from Brad Cummings I'm gonna read, but if we're gonna be reporting correctly, the Arabs are using Palestinians as bait to uh to to, to call about, to call it apartheid, to call it, you know, um, even even racist on the part of, of the Jewish people with the Palestinians when um, I want to know what it's called when Egypt and Jordan don't open their borders to Arabs and Palestinians. Are, they, are you guys the same race? I mean, I don't, I don't really know what's going on there, but um, this is thousands are seeking to leave uh, through the same Rafa crossing, but have been prevented. Hmm, even the Palestinian, even Hamas is keeping the Palestinians from leaving. Like, come on, can we (laughs) just talk about this this like in normal words? Okay, oh, Israel's coming in and bombing this place. Yeah, okay, we're going to talk about how bad Israel is. But guess what? These Arabs over here, come on now. Come on, man. The Palestinian Hamas is literally keeping Palestinians from leaving. So who's, who's the bad guy here? Okay, let's not... Let's, let's be sensible as we back up and kind of look at this from a bird's eye view. Uh, Israeli media is widely reporting that there were 210 um, missing hostages so far being held by Hamas. As the trucks made their way through the Rafah border, hundreds of people gathered on the Gaza side hoping to escape. Uh, Palestinians or Palestine, Hamas are saying, no, you can't go anywhere. We want you to stay here. We want you because here's the thing: the more collateral damage they have, this is this is this is what they do. This is what they did in Syria. This is what the white helmets do. Okay, they put their kids right there in the middle, and they want them hurt, and then they want to put them on media. And I can't stand it. I don't care it on either side. Like I don't, I don't, I cannot stand when people use their own kids, allow them to be hurt, and then say, look what the other side did. You are are crazy people. Scott You're says 100% Palestinians are the abused children of the Middle East to justify war. There you go. I mean, continuing uh, Israeli strikes on Gaza, which have increased uh, to an unprecedented pace, Israeli officials have made a mention of 6,000 bombs in the opening six days. How big are these bombs? Like, it, it's very interesting because they're like 6,000. Could you imagine like 6,000 bombs in Ohio? Like, what would that do? No more Ohio. So... I I just quite don't understand these little tiny rockets that kind of go off and like, what do you, like a targeting one car?
2: It it depends on the size of the bomb. Gaza's not that big. So true. So like all the cars were blown up.
3: All of Gaza was blown up. It's strange. Um, it's just so strange. In the opening six days, some 1 million Palestinians have moved to the southern half of the strip, while Israel air power decimates the north, particularly buildings, infrastructure, and even hospitals. External water, electricity, and food supplies have long been cut off, and the population is not able to leave what many commentators have uh, called a densely populated open air prison. Now, let me talk about this one more time. The densely populated open air prison. Move! Get them people out of there! Stop saying this. There's not enough room for them to go into Israel. What's your plan? Okay, now I think this is a good time for Brad Cummings
2: (laughs) because he's going to come on our show. We've got it. You were talking to him today. We're getting him scheduled. You know what he said last week when I told him, I said, Brad, we really want you to come on your on our show after Mike Adams. And he's essentially it was kind of one of these. I'm going to check my schedule. I'm really busy, but I want to do it.
3: Okay. now he's getting more like now I'll come on your show. Brad, come on. All right. He says something for you both to ponder. Who is the Israel of God? all those who have faith in the heart as defined by Paul in Romans he says not all Israel is Israel he was making a distinction between the national ethnic people and the spiritual community of faith we are not replacing anyone god's people were never an ethnic national group ruth came in okay I love that rahab story. came in love that one all right They were always and ever only the people of faith. Jesus rebuked the Pharisees and scribes who thought that they had some special elitist class, but being the sons of Abraham. Come on now, listen to this. Rather, Jesus said, you are of your father, the devil. Can't be more hyperbole or exaggeration. If that statement is not true, then Jesus sinned and is not qualified to be our savior. He is clearly declaring the leaders of the people who lived in Judea were not part of the community of faith, Isaac, the supernatural-born children. We as believers in Jesus are grafted into the one true vine, the trunk. There are not two trees, two peoples, Two plans of salvation, no double wedding at the end. (laughs) The Israel of God is the company of the one new man made up of both Jew and Gentile, as there is no longer a distinction for those who are in Christ, the company of the one new man, part of the new creation. So all the scriptures that refer to the nation's coming and raging against the Lord and his anointed, might that be a reference to the one group that is persecuted worldwide, which is Christians, and failing to recognize that we are that people, believing the special chosen people to be an unrepentant, disbelieving, ethnic, radical group, racial group, is fundamentally not uh, to not know who you are. If we believe that these unrepentant, a racial group of unrepentant, Disbelieving people are God's chosen people. You don't know who you are in Christ. Come on. The reason we are not to make any graven images is because we are that image. We reason God was not, ex- uh, uh, the reason God was not excited when we asked for a king is because he is our king and he is the king of kings. Again, we don't know who he is or who we are, we are kings. Neither was having priests, something God wanted, but rather something he acquiesced to. And that's why some of it kind of looks like the the worship around the uh, the the old world at that time because he wanted a direct relationship that is not that does not have a mediator. We are all priests. The temple was not his idea either. He didn't want one. Why? Because we were always intended to be his temple. Come on, uh, uh, we uh, not only call each other father, teacher, leader, we are not to call each other father, teacher, leader, because he is that. Each one of us has an anointing that abides within that freely teaches us all things. All of this is a fundamental identity crisis that demonstrates we don't know who we are and how we relate to him. Just saying. The mess of all of this isn't bad if it leads to an exposure of our confusion mm. and helps draw us to the truth. But wow, seems like we um, have pretty much missed it at every junction. Now listen to this. What if... Mm-hmm. This is still fo- from Brad Cummings. Yeah. What if the focus was not on the little, small postage stamp in the land of the Middle East, but rather it was global, speaking about a people in every nation, of every tribe, of every tongue? What if the Holy Land is not the dirt of Palestine, but wherever the people of God were? Just what if? It's hard for me to understand how the modern nation state of Israel was the creation of the Rothschilds and then creating the justification for it was done by the invention of the dispensational theology and the rapture and the dividing of the one people of God back into the two separate people and two separate plans. Sell that as the end times doctrines. Perhaps it is a total psyop so that the people of God might be totally confused and will... Uh, he says it will. Uh, we will see what. Oh, let's see typo here. What is happening all around them? And this will not um, uh, be ready. Be ready to fight and win because they don't believe they will be here. That's a good sign up. It's working. That the people, the, the the rapture people, believe that they're just going to be sucked out before it gets too bad, and they don't have to fight. They don't have to win. His major word that we have to all take home, we are one people. There are not two peoples. There is not, there are not two chosen peoples. There's not the church and the Jews. There's one people. And guess what? We are grafted into the people of God. But you know what? And And the people of God are the people of God by faith. I I know this is going to cause a little brain cramp. Just be ready
2: for it. Okay. If you're following, if you're a Christian and you're following, you should be a Christian if you're watching this show. But if you're not, that's all right. Stick around. You will be. When it comes to God's quote-unquote chosen people, the original branch, the word tells us, was cut off. Okay? Now, the wild branch, that's the Gentiles, everybody that's not of Hebrew descent.
3: And it shouldn't even be Gentiles because he talks about that. And, oh, I lost my fancy new earring. The back came off, I Wardrobe think. Wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> All right. Wardrobe malfunction. There, is there, a back, is there a, back a back to an earring around here? No. I just can't move. Or I'll have to take my um, other one off. Uh, there are not two peoples. Both bra- So the original branch
2: gets yeah. cut off. Yeah. The word says as how much easier is it for the original branch to be grafted back in through Jesus than the wild branch. It is easier, yeah. but, but they were cut off. So are you ready for the brain cramp? They are not God's chosen people anymore. Their branch was cut off. God wrote them a bill of divorcement and, and literally no more Old Covenant. Okay? You follow me? So they have to be, gra- in order for Jews, you ready for your head just, in order for Jews to be God's chosen people, they have to accept Jesus.
3: Well, what um, what Bill go, or uh, yeah, uh, Brad Cummings goes on to say, is he says that uh, the he talks about the Talmud, okay, and he said the word Gentile is not the original language. The word is ethnos, which is nations. The whole notion of Gentile is a negative pejorative that comes from the influence of the Talmud, not the Bible. The Talmud is despicably racist and a religion of racial superiority of the Jews. Um, we are the uh, chattel, a lesser species that they are free to deceive, murder, and rape without consequence. Not cool. Rabbis know more about the Talmud than they do about the Torah, and most evangelicals have no idea about the difference. The Talmud is open Luciferian to Satanism. It is not compatible with Scripture. It is those rabbis who influence the Eng- English translations to change the name of God, Yahweh, to Lord. The same is the name for Baal. Why? Because the name of God is too holy to be uttered? Question mark Funny. Moses didn't think so or say so, the one to whom the name was given. God wants us to know his name. It's not supposed to have vowels in it. Why? Because when you vocalize it, one would make the sound of a breath. He is our life, our breath. You can't participate in life without breathing, just saying his name. Why would you want to hide it? Why would that be too holy? Why would you trade that for the name of Baal? Uh, so, yeah, it was pretty really good. So Patriot Gallery says, um,
2: it's all done to bring stress, to bring in slavery with the CBDCs, the Central Bank Di- Digital currencies. She says both sides are bad guys getting paid with counterfeit federal fake money to bring war. Scott Kesterson says this war they are trying to start is intended to be the blood sacrifice for their coming plans of one world order and one world currency. It must all be built on the blood of innocence. Stuart the Brit says in Manchester yesterday, a big public march, Israeli flags mixed in with the British Union flag, peaceful singing and togetherness. Doubts Doubt it's on the MSN. Over here on Facebook, Barry says the problem in the Middle East is actually everything to do with the West, and particularly the USA, because Israel and Gaza Strip was broken up by the USA and the Allies in 1948. Since then, there has been massive problems in that. Oh, region. come
3: on! You don't get to disown this, UK people. You started it. <laughs> it's true, you guys. Come on, you guys it.
6: instigated it more than we did. You started
3: it. You started to disown it. Okay? Are you kidding me? And I'm not saying you. Your leaders. All right. It's not not even your leaders. You had a bunch of Zionists. It's okay. All right. So, um, but we're here now okay we're here now we have to deal with the here and now we can't keep going back to the past let's deal with the now uh the who said the humanitarian aid trucks entering gaza these supplies are a lifeline for severely injured people who are battling chronic illness he says there's a video here previously israel had asserted aid would be blocked until all hostages were freed uh but there was international uh pressure here so we've got a video israel um they were
4: no no pause Israel in said the siege. on Thursday there would be no pause it pl- in its pl- siege yeah. of the Gaza Strip for aid or evacuations until all its hostages were freed. It has vowed to annihilate the Hamas movement that rules Gaza in retribution for the deadliest attack on civilians in Israel's history. And it's put Gaza, home to 2.3 million people, under total siege, as well as launching by far the most powerful bombing campaign in the 75-year-old Israeli-Palestinian conflict Destroying whole neighborhoods, killing more than 1,400 Palestinians, and forcing hundreds of thousands to flee their homes. The International Committee of the Red Cross pleaded for fuel to be allowed in to stop overwhelmed hospitals from, quote, turning into morgues. ICRC Regional Director Fabrizio Carboni. What's certain is that if we can't get supplies in and if we can't distribute what we have
7: inside Gaza, I wanted to say we are going toward a catastrophe, but we are already in the catastrophe.
3: Okay, okay. Am I the only sane person in the entire world? You have 2.5 million people in a very tiny little area. They have no land. They don't have their own homes. Some of them are still in refugee status. You have a giant Arab world. There is plenty of land. I know a lot of it's desert because you just need to pray to God and have it rain. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I know Iraq. Iran. Iran wants to support Gaza, but one's no Gazans. One's no Palestinians. This is this. I do not take any of you seriously. I'm not. Listen, I don't take any of you seriously. You people are. You think I'm stupid or something? You got 2.5 million people with no hope, no future, no nothing. Okay? It is in a small area, and you keep them there. Half of them are under 18, and all these people are, you know, Israelis, apartheid state, won't let us in. What is your expectation? Because Israel's not that big, and when you all spread out, then there's not enough room for you guys anyways. Okay? There's not enough room. Somebody has to come up and be the adult and say, The Palestinians got to go. You got to spread out. Everybody has a right before God to have some land, to have some water. And and everybody, you all know what they do. They took their $100 million water pipe, dug it up, and made it into rockets. They are not going to be happy until they, they, this is what they do. This is what they do. There is no peace here. There's no ceasefire. Okay? There's no getting rid of Hamas. Okay, this is this is a spiritual religious monstrosity, and I refuse to be part of it. Okay? I'm not taking Israel's part. I'm not taking Palestinians' part. I'm not taking the Muslims' part. I'm gonna record on I'm gonna report on it because I ain't being pulled into World War Daggone 25 here. Okay. (laughs) We're done. we are D U N. Do you know how we say it here? I know I, I cannot wear these earrings because I lost the back, and so now I have to take off these cute little earrings because I don't know where the other back went. And you know what? And I realize that this is not a big problem. The world has problems. Okay, that's what you get. I couldn't. I didn't get the earrings in. The, <laughs> okay. All right. Meanwhile, since Thursday night, there have been widespread reports that Israel's ground forces have been given a green light by Netanyahu's government to enter Gaza. But this still doesn't appear to have happened with any degree of full force. You've got Biden trying to convince Netanyahu to do what? What's your plan here? Can I have any adult in the room with any sort of plan sitting down with peace negotiations? There's no such thing. The only peace you're going to have is, hey, yo, where do we put these Palestinians and help give them a life to live and unbrainwash them from the fact that their life is, is to grow up and die as some sort of martyr? And we're going to fight Israel for the rest of our life. Okay, this is stupid. Israel's here now, so just deal with it. Okay, so if if, if I'm sitting down, and I'm negotiating with Iran. Okay, first of all, let your women have their hair down. You people are insane. How am I to talk to you? This is not a cultural thing. This is demonic. We have to pray for it. We have to pray for people to come to know Jesus. And, and I know people are, and now we're going to do some prophetic. Now that this is what you come for. So our friend Serge sent our friend Corey, this is how it works, you know, messenger, uh, a video on a guy who had a dream of <laughs> radical terrorist bombings in, in America. I had one. I had one that I was at a fairground and they were judging some things and at this fair and their prizes weren't good in my dream. So, you know, pick up the pace there, prize people. It's your dream. I was a joke. I was kind of run with it. It was a joke. But this one guy came in and said he saw a bunch of women in hijabs and they were planning bobs. And I didn't believe him. I was like, he was too calm in my dream. I was like, don't you think if you really saw some terrorists, you'd be like, you know, half out of breath. Run, run, run. Exactly. So I went to this building. It was a, uh, you know, one of those steel kind of, you know, industrial buildings. And lo and behold, at the back, I see these women in hijabs. And I'm like, I got to get out of this building. And I look at this guy behind me. and I'm like, I don't think I have time to tell you. I got to go. Um, And so I'm going to go out this other door. And then I wake up and I literally for like two or three hours, you know, those dreams that you have to like, you have to find it into. So you just kind of got to make up an ending. Uh, But I I realize you're making up the whole dream, by the way. Well, well, it could be coming from God, right? It could be coming from the world. And so I know that a lot of you guys are having this. Everybody keeps saying it's going to happen here. Well, do you know the power of confession? It's not even positive confession. Stop saying that. Stop it. Stop saying it unless you know for sure. And even if you thought it, say out loud, it's not going to come here. Anybody, and this is what I've been saying. The power of God comes on me me so strong. It's not going to come here. I think some of y'all want it to come here. Oh, that's a fact. I guarantee if you guys, some of y'all want, some of y'all thrive on drama. Some of y'all thrive on other people. Do you understand when you see a terror attack, those are people dead and they're not coming back. This is not a game. This is not a movie where you're watching on TV, like breathlessly watching somebody get sucked up in a tornado. Okay, our friend Jason Miller was thugged up in a tornado 300 feet high. Jason's in the chat right now. What's up, Jason? What's up? And and he was dropped down to the ground, barely survived. His whole, uh, what was it? Where were you standing? You said left, right? One side of your body, left side of your body was all uh, messed up. And he had to get all these surgeries and all these different things. Guys, we don't want this here. So why don't you start speaking against it? Oh, well, I never thought about that because maybe you do want to hear. Maybe, oh, this terrorist is coming
2: here. It's coming here. No, stop it! Let's read Psalm 91 for a second. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Amen. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. Yes. And he shall cover you with his feathers and Don't under worry. his wings you yes. shall take refuge. Yes. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, uh-uh, nor of the pestilence that walks in the darkness, nor of the destruction that lays it waste at noonday, a thousand may fall at your yes. side 10,000 at your right hand but Leah it's not coming near you it shall not come near you and you can continue to read the rest but that's where I wanted to, to and, end but there. here's the thing this it Lord. shall not
3: come near you I was in that zone that Holy Ghost zone oh, Holy Ghost zone and I'm like it, it literally was clear as day and then when I got out of the Holy Ghost zone I was like how's that gonna happen mm-hmm. you know when you're in the zone yes and he's like just witness to him and tell him about Jesus and everything will be fine. And then I was like, and then I looked at how many, like 1.2 billion Muslims in the world. I'm like, that sounds easy. <clears> you know, <throat> what if there's just that one that wants to be a terrorist? He's like, that's not how this works. You get one into the present. I'm not talking about getting them saved. I'm talking about introducing them to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and having them die to themselves and be raised with Christ. Yep. Okay. Boom. What you've just done when a Muslim dies himself and is raised with Christ was create a giant earthquake into this this false theology, mm, okay? good. And so all we need to do is start to witness to and, and, and ask God to show us the Muslims that are ready to hear the gospel because guess what? You know, the hearts, uh, the minds of the men are, are in the hands of God. And I don't know how God works out this equation, but the more people seek God, the more people come to God. Now, how does that work? If I'm called, am I chosen? I would have already come to come. No, no, I don't. That's not how this works. The more people come to God, the more people come to God. The more I dedicate my life to God, the more the power of going to show up and the more it's going to convince other people that Yahweh is real and he is God and he is here today and he will shake their world. Let's go. All right. Then to this. Uh, Let me
2: read about- a couple of comments over here on Rumble. Interesting conversations going on. All right. So Vendel, I don't think you were here earlier because we answered some of your comments here. Says, read your Bible, folks. Christians better be supporting Israel. Scott Kesterson says, "Vandal, Israel, the Israel, Israel government is a satanic cult. Don't confuse scripture with political circus." Um, Patriot Gallery, our mom says, uh, "We are now Israel. Anyone who has faith in God through Jesus." Christ, read your Bible. <laughs> Mom says. Oh, my word. Everybody tell everybody to read a Bible. So, James says, it's so ridiculous that these folks can't come to some kind of resolution after 75 years. You are so rightly. These people are apparently crazy. Vandal says, check out the cover of the 2012 Economist magazine, Hamas and Israel acting uh, each other with hang gliders, attacking each other with hang gliders. Um, oh, I
3: remember. Okay. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Uh,
2: so, Patriot Gallagher says, the American government helped kill these people, cut off the head of the snake and not the pawns. Uh, Sir Thriving Mama says, yes, Leah, this is my feels too. It's not coming here. Vandal says, sad how folks believe Israel is separate from ancient times. Of course, the government itself is not good, but the land is still God's holy land and its people are still his chosen ones. Can I just answer that? I want to say this. Yes, ma'am.
3: That land is always going to be holy. Yes. Those, the, 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 the Jewish people are God's people. Okay. When, let me explain something. Coming down from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. When you explain to a Jew that Jesus is the Messiah, it's much easier for them to understand, okay, to be grafted in. But let's explain this, this, this as well. People who are unrepentant and do not seek Yahweh, okay, there are they're not God's chosen at this moment. And you have to understand that right now, the Israel that we know, most a lot of them are, are atheist, secular. Jews. We don't even, and and this is an age old question and nobody can answer. Is being Jew a religion or is being Jewish a race? So, you know, Jesus answers that.
2: He said, he who is a Jew is a Jew. What? I think Paul says that. Paul, whatever. Jesus through Paul.
3: Yeah. Within. Yeah.
2: Within. He who is a Jew is a Jew within. So are the Jews God's chosen people? No. Are you God's chosen people if you're a Christian? Yes. In order for the Jews to be God's chosen people, do they have to get saved? Yes. I, Full stop. I really don't. Answer I, the I, question. I
3: really do not like saying the Jews are not God's chosen people. Why? Because there Let are so rephrase. many people that are God's chosen. There are Muslims Let who are God's rephrase. chosen people. There are, Does being a Jew
2: make you God's chosen people?
3: No. I'll, I'll, more than a Muslim. More than a Muslim, no. More than a Hindu, more than somebody else. More
2: than anyone else on the planet, no. God's chosen people are God's chosen people, and anyone who chooses to enter in will enter in. Full stop. Is that land anointed? Yes, Jesus walked on it. Is that the land where everybody, is that the the promised land? No, the the new Jerusalem is descending from heaven as we speak, invading earth. The kingdom of heaven is coming. Let me tell you what the kingdom of heaven is like, Jesus said, it's like a little... um, uh, a little leaven that works its way in a, into a lump. It's like a little seed grows into a big tree, right? That's what the, the kingdom of heaven is, is something that starts small and grows. It's been growing for 2000 years. The new Jerusalem is invading earth as we are talking to you mm-hmm. and has been for 2000 years. That's the Jerusalem that's important. The, that land right there, not important. Anybody fighting over it, the devil is keeping them enshrined in a distraction to so, keep them from where, finding the Messiah. Real. Let's
3: keep it real in scripture. Romans nine. Not as though the word of God has taken none effect, for they are not all Israel, which are of Israel. Neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children. But in Isaac shall your seed be called. I'll finish that so you guys can understand the context in that. Let's start again. Romans nine. Yeah, verse three. Uh, For I wish that I myself were cursed from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen, according to the flesh, who are Israelites, to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises. And I feel like we cannot stray too far away from that fact. Okay. The adoption is yours. The glory is yours. The covenants were given to you. The law was given to you. The service of God was given to you, people. The promises were given to you. Yes, these promises and all these things were given to the Jews, but Whose are the fathers and of whom as concerning the flesh Christ came for them first, who is overall God blessed forever. Not as though the word of God had taken an effect for they are not all Israel, which are of, of Israel, neither because they are the seed of Abraham are the children, but of Isaac shall they see by called. That is they, which are the children of the flesh. These are not the children of God. But the children of the promise are counted for the seed, for this is the word of promise. At this time I will come, and Sarah shall have a son. And not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one, even by our father Isaac. For the children being not yet born, neither having done good or evil, that the purpose of God to election might stand, not of works, but of him that calls. It was said unto her, The elder shall serve the younger. As it is written, Jacob have I loved, Esau have I hated. But what shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness of God? God forbid. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then it is not of him that wills, nor of him that runs, but of God that shows mercy. For the scripture says unto Pharaoh, even for this same purpose have I raised you up, that I might show my power in you, that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. Therefore, has he mercy on those who have mercy? Now, you will say unto me, why does he yet find fault? Or who has resisted his will? No man. No, no, but, O man, who are you that replies against God? Shall the thing form, say unto him that formed it, You you, uh, have made me this? Has not the, the potter power of the uh, over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor? What if God, willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long sufferings the vessels of wrath fitted for destruction, that he might make known the riches of his glory to the vessels of mercy, which have been before prepared unto glory, even unto us whom he has called, not of the Jews only, but also of the ethnos, the nations. It's better to say it that way. As he says also to Jesse, I will call them my people who are not my people and her beloved that was not beloved. And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, you are not my people, they will be called the people of the living God. Isaiah cries concerning Israel, though the number of the children of Israel be of the sand of the sea, the remnant shall be saved for he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness because a short work will the Lord make upon the earth. And as Isaiah said before, except the Lord of the Sabbath had left us a seed, a remnant, of those who had the covenant, those who had the promises, those who had the law, then we would have been in Sodom and Gomorrah. But what shall we say then? That the nations, the nations which followed not after righteousness, have obtained into righteousness, even the righteousness which is of by faith. But Israel, which followed after the law of righteousness, has not attained to the law of righteousness. Why? Because they didn't seek it by faith. But as it were, by works of the law, for they stumbled at the stumbling block, as, as it was written. Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling a, rock, a stumbling stone, a rock of offense, and whosoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. So this is a very deep theological understanding of everybody has to come in by faith. Abraham came into God by faith. Did you know it was Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and the Jews were like way later of the tribe of Judah? Okay? That Israel, the ten tribes of Israel was cut off because of their dis- disobedience and their lack of faith because they didn't follow God. The people of God follow God and they have faith in God. Boom, that's the end of the story. And if you're going to go by ancient
2: Israel and Hebrews and Jews, every time in the Bible when you see that they're being destroyed and
3: attacked and all of those things, they have fallen away from now, God. Now, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer for God to God for Israel is this, that they may be saved. Come on! And I bear them record that they have a zeal of God but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, and going on to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness for everyone that believes. For Moses ascribed the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which does those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise: Say not in your heart, Who will send into heaven? That is, bring Christ down from above, or Who shall ascend into the deep? That is, to bring Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? The word is near you, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is, the word of faith which we preach, and if you would confess with your mouth, come on, Muslims, come on, Jews, uh, that Jesus is Lord, and you will believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you shall be saved, for it is with the heart Man believes unto righteousness, and it is with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. For there is, ah, uh, ah, uh, come on now, no difference. Come on, there is any difference. There is some difference. There's a little bit of difference. There is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. This For the same Lord is over all and is rich. It is rich. He is rich unto all who call upon them. So, you know, we don't all need a potion-sized stamp in Israel. For the whole nations, all the nations belong to God. Spread the heck out out go on and get it go to go to brazil go to Papua new guinea go go move come on now the whole earth is the lord begin to claim it okay all of us claim it and stop focusing on this little tiny desert where god has actually removed his anointing oh come on okay the anointing goes where the holy ghost goes and if you kick the holy ghost out holy ghost ain't gonna be there you know what the holy ghost said the holy ghost destroyed the temple and said no more sacrifices here baby because what am i gonna do i'm gonna make you a temple i'm gonna let you you are a living sacrifice i offer up myself as a sacrifice daily god is not happy with the blood of bulls and goats or some chickens on y'all that ain't gonna cover your sin baby because jesus took took on on himself on that tree once and for all so i say to you jews Come 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 on now, guess what? Make your vision bigger. I am not calling you to leave your homeland. I'm calling you to expand your homeland. I'm calling you to claim the nations, okay? Because I'm telling you something. Where Jesus goes, healing goes, and the rivers of water go. And did you know that you will be oaks of righteousness planted? So the Lord is saying, plant yourself somewhere else. Oh, come on, prophet. I have hey, yeah. no idea what's coming on me right now. That's a holy. Plant ghost. yourself Woo! somewhere else so that you will be a prophet to the nations. You will be an evangelist to the nations. What did he say to his disciples? Uh, I'm going to, Listen. I want you to go to Judea, Samaria, and then I want you to go to the uttermost parts of there. If he didn't say, hang up here in Jerusalem, build your tents, and build your people, and claim this land, and fight, 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 fight over it. Uh uh uh, baby. There's plenty of land for everybody. Some of y'all need to go to China, because you know what? They need some Jesus. And you know what? They need some Yahweh. They need some Elohim. They need a little Hebrew in their life. Come on now, some Jews. You get some, 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 um, messianic jews come on now head over there to china and help build out your china brothers and sisters and help them build little houses and and houses of worship come on now bring the holy spirit to them we are to go and jews come on now don't you know what your real calling is uh, it's not called to be an enclave i've heard this is what i hear the jews say we don't really want to make converts you know why because we are special people we are a chosen nation no no no. i'm making converts and i'm sharing. I am sharing my inheritance. What they're saying is, I don't want you in my club because I don't want you to take my inheritance. And you know what I'm saying. The Lord says share. Because guess what? When you share, it says this, given it shall be given unto you. Press down, running over shall men heap into your bosom. We need to be givers. We need to be givers of salvation. We need to read your Old Testament. Come on now. What did Jesus say? I'm tired of you people. I'm tired of you people not caring about other people. What did Jesus say? Listen, if you have fed the hungry, then you fed me. If you've given water to the thirsty, then you've given water to the thirsty to me. Hey, you Jews closing your doors off to the nations, to the Gentiles. Shame on you, you racist open your door what did peter say peter said i haven't gone into a gentile house you know i didn't do this he said rise peter kill and eat what i've called clean don't you call unclean go and hang out over there with corneas let the holy ghost fall and all these people start speaking in tongues and like well maybe we should let them be baptized in water because they obviously one of us okay and there was a big thing a big cuff all in the beginning because when uh, the gospel was going out it went to the jews for three years only to the jews only that what did Jesus even said? Hey, what, what's for the children? Should I get the dogs? And then the lady was like the Gentile was like, hey, listen, I know even the dogs have scrap. And she's like, he's like, here you go. You get, the, you get the healing. Come on, baby. So we need to start spreading this healing and this gospel and we need to start spreading it. And you know what we can do? We can push out the bad guys. When the anointing comes, the bad guys, they, they start begging for you. They start begging. They become they become your employees. Okay. listen, we need to displace those who are, uh, you know, sticking their thumb in your face. And you're thinking like, oh, please, sir, may I have some more? Okay. you're looking at Bill Gates. You're looking at the government. Oh, let me change my laws. Oh, can I have some chickens, please, Mr. Township? No, no, I'm having daggum chickens in my house. Don't tell me what to do. This nation belongs to the earth. This this nation belongs to God and the earth belongs to God. And if God's telling me to have some chickens or some pigs or some cows or the horses, don't you tell me I can't build a barn. The Lord tells me to build a barn. Don't you tell me what to do. We need to start having the the glory of God the laws of nature nature of God rise up deep here inside of us cuz guess what there's some people they already died for this they already died for this and they were hoping that the rest of the world would catch on to this whole Republican constitutional thing but you only do it with the glory of God, you only do it with the, with the power of God and our founding fathers didn't believe in two people two salvations, two ways to heaven, they believed in one nation, one way to salvation, that's why we Judeo-Christian values because we are one, this whole this this whole idea, guess what, Jesus was a Jew I know Bill uh, the Brad comes is telling me there's another word for Jews, tell me what it is and I'll use it, I don't care, I'm telling you that the people of God, whoever the disciples were, they called themselves Jews, that's what I read in the Bible, there's another word, tell me that another word okay but i'm telling you jesus is a jew the disciples were a jew paul was a jew every people jew okay we're all together we're all one people can we say one and what did they do paul didn't say hey you know what we're gonna hang out in jerusalem we're gonna like claim this land for the promises of israel like that's not a thing okay the disciples so why are we doing something that the disciples didn't do the disciples were like hey we're gonna claim jerusalem we're gonna claim israel we're gonna like make an enclave for like all of our jewish brothers and sisters no lord jesus was like i'm destroying jerusalem I'm taking y'all out. And you didn't say, but I'm going to come back for you. And I just like want all the Jews to kind of live here. And oh, one more time, one more time. How many sand particles are at the sea? It just keeps, they keep growing. Are they all going to fit in Israel? No. Mm-mm. So your promised land better not be in a little poster size place in Israel is or the God's a liar. foot treads is yours. The Bible ain't making no sense. You people do not, act. can we just do some math? Is this, is this new math? Is this, is this the new math that they're teaching you? That everybody, all the Jews are going to be living in Israel because there ain't no room for that. But there's plenty of room around the world. Mm. Okay. Okay. We can kick off of YouTube for that. That was but a good we're chat. Not we're
2: YouTube. not even on YouTube anymore.
3: Israel and Hamas war is ready, uh, already pushing the Great Reset agenda. A few days ago, uh, Zero Head says, we published an article discussing how the Great Reset agenda is still moving forward behind the scenes while the headlines are full of Israel-Palestine. But it's also true that in its 13 days of existence, the war itself has already pushed the agenda forward as well. So censorship, normalizing the suppression of dissent and creating a culture of fear around free expression are a major part of the Great Reset. After all, the other steps are so much easier if you outlaw inconvenient protests and naturally calls for suppression of freedom of expression have already sprouted up everywhere since the war started. Uh, And then uh, Zero Hedge covered it. The Hamas war, another excuse to shut down free speech. Since the article was published, this campaign has gained momentum. European Union Commissioner Thierry Breton sent warning letters out to every major social media platform claiming they needed to combat disinformation regarding Israel and threatening them with fines. This is absolutely hilarious because over here you've got Israel threatening to cut off Hamas and and cut off uh, Al Jazeera. But then you have the UK. This one is a little bit uh, crazy. The UK is saying that it is not hate speech to uh, call for jihad. So London police declare calling for jihad is lawful, as word has a number of meanings. London's metropolitan police have come under under criticism for the seemingly lax approach towards the pro-Palestinian demonstrations and for giving excuses for those calling for jihad against Israel on the streets of the British capital. As an estimated 100,000 anti-Israel protesters took the streets of London on Saturday, out of the demonstration, the Met police warned activists, and I just love, I dare you to try to pin Michelle in a box. Oh my gosh. They are like so anti-Israel, and then like, oh my gosh, you're just a muslim hater. Go ahead, try, try to put me in a box. You can't. You said pin Michelle and I in a box. Yeah, pin you, and you me in a box.
2: Yeah, but it, you the the last part fell off.
3: Okay, said, pin, pin us in a, box. in a box. Pin pin Michelle and I in a box. It's hilarious. Okay. We oh. like to keep y'all guessing. No, we like to keep everybody out of the box. You know where we fit. Me-
2: we fit in the y'all need Jesus box. How about the Bible?
3: The, the Met police warned activists that they may face arrest if they uh, were seen to be supporting prescribed terror groups like Hamas. However, while several, several people were arrested, with some investigations continued, the police force drew considerable backlash for appearing to, ex- to excuse calls for jihad. Responding to footage of a speaker calling for jihad while standing in front of a play card calling on the Muslim armies of the world to attack Israel... Yeah the met police on twitter said the word jihad has a number of meanings but You're we kidding. know the public will most commonly associate it with terrorism we have specialist counterterrorism officers here in the operations room who have particular knowledge in this area they have assessed the video filmed at the his uh, uh ter protest to her in central london today and have not identified any offences arising from the specific clip now remember what was it that that one guy was arrested for uh, was it anti-trans, like, not Something saying like that, a man yeah. is a man and a woman is a woman, like the police come and, like, hate speech? But, like, calling for war on Israel is not hate speech? What is hate speech mean, people? However, recognizing the way language like this will be interpreted by the public and divisive impact it will have, officers have identified the man involved and will be speaking to him shortly to discourage any speak of similar chanting. Yet users on social media noted that the Met Police own hate crime states the offensive incitement to hatred occurs when someone acts in a way that is threatening and intended to stir up hatred. Hate content may include messages calling for violence against a specific group or person. You can may see, go down, you can hear the uh, video, you might scrolling down. What is the solution to liberate people in the concentration
5: camps from Palestine? Jihad! What is Jihal. the solution?
6: Jihad! Jihad! I know what they mean. Y'all know what they
7: mean. Fighting the
1: wealth, allow those who fight you. The Zionist entity has a military. They have a police force. They have a
3: judiciary. They have an apparatus, an army, fighting, killing, massacring. There's a sign
2: there. Can you pause it's it right there? Michelle.
3: this is one of those things where it's like they don't
2: mean it. it says Muslim armies rescue the people of Palestine.
3: It's on a sign. If I have like, you know, coffee shop on the front and people come in looking for coffee and be like, what do you want coffee for? Because it's got a coffee sign. It says, what the heck, man? What, like, I don't even understand these people that they twist themselves into pretzels. What if they said Christian armies <laughs> rescue? Now, now here's the deal. Do Muslims have a spiritual army? That's a good question. Do they have spiritual armor? Do they feel that way? Because Christians have a spiritual armor. And we talk about it all the time. And we are in the army of God, and we talk Mm -hmm. about fighting things. Now, if they did, I could go with them. Right. And if this was spiritual. But that's not what they mean. I've never heard a Muslim say, we're going to fight this in the spiritual realm. (laughs) We're going to go to war against Israel, and we're going to fight. We're We're going to get together and pray. We're going to
2: pray our way out of it.
3: And I think that's where they get mixed up with Christians all the time. You yeah. hate speech, you violent hate speechers. Yeah, because you know what? We can do more in the spiritual realm than you can do in the physical.
2: You don't even know.
3: But they mean armies. They mean literal And they ones. mean jihad. They mean war. They do. It literally says army. Armies. But you know what? You know I, you know, I can't with these
2: people. When Jerusalem is surrounded by armies, Leah.
3: Didn't Andy you Ngo know. said who was there in London. I was there, and the speaker was specifically talking about getting military leaders in countries to mobilize armies of Muslims to go to Palestine territories and to assist in multi uh those who uh, those who do jihad against Israel in a holy battle for Islam. I'm pretty sure that would quantify under the is under the you the British hate speech. I'm feeling it. Let's okay. The post has received <clears> widespread <throat> derision, with author Douglas Murray writing, "Yes, oh." Imam of the Met Police. Those guys definitely looked like they were calling for an intense inner spiritual struggle. Get it? Get get in one. <laughs> Political commenter Darren uh, Grimes added, shouting jihad, 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 won't get you arrested in Britain, but telling a copper that they look like your lesbian grandma as a teenager will see six officers pound your door down and arrest your autistic 14-year-old daughter because she said, Oh, you look like my lesbian grandma, who she loves. You people, that happened, we covered that. Your people are insane. Again, it's like I wish that, like, this episode should have been, like, we're covering the insane people of the world, and here is your breath of fresh sanity. <laughs> the actions of the police have also drawn criticism from the government, with Immigration Minister Robert Jenrick saying that the government is planning on reviewing and the reasoning <laughs> behind the announcing that chants of jihad were lawful on British streets. I think a lot of people would find the Met Police analysis surprising, and that's something we intended to raise with them and discuss this incident with them. I don't think that there's a place for chance of jihad (laughs) in the streets of Britain. I think that's totally unacceptable. (laughs) Oh, okay. Totally unacceptable. All right. Uh, No joint statement from the Cairo Summit for peace as Arab leaders refuse to condemn Hamas in the news that is not surprising of the day. Uh, held in the Egyptian capital on Saturday ended with participants failing to issue a joint statement on the conflict between Israel and multiple jihadist terror groups because Arab leaders at the summit refused to condemn Hamas. Egyptian strongman Adel Fattah al-Sisi convened the summit to respond to the conflict, which escalated significantly this month. Egypt, the only country other than Israel to border Gaza, has greatly limited humanitarian aid into Hamas-controlled Gaza and refused to give any shelter to the Palestinian refugees. Sisi himself has suggested stranding Palestinians in the Negev desert rather than letting them into Egypt. Thy heart is big, O Egypt. Welcome up your heart to your brethren, Egypt. Come on now. Egypt finally allowed 20 trucks of humanitarian aid to enter Gaza through the Rahab border, crossing Saturday. Uh, on a, uh, yeah, so. Love thy brothers. Love your brothers, Egypt. Come on. Come on, Jordan. Come on, Egypt. Step up now. Oh, we're going to move a little bit on from... Are you guys ready? Because we can we could talk about this all day. But I have to shut off my Facebook feed in a minute. And I want you guys to get ready to get rumble. So just get ready to rumble. Michelle's going to create a little cool thing for that. Let's get ready to rumble.
2: Oh, that's such a great idea. That we already I, had, I, I know, but
3: I forgot. We've been got, a little busy. Have you noticed? We've been busy. Been a little busy. I have for you two incredible stories that can only be told on Rumble. Number one... Get ready for this, because get over to rumble. Rumble, rumble, rumble. Number one, New Zealand, and a New Zealand MP has facts and proof of major jab deaths. In one clinic, 30 people from the same clinic died. I know. Okay, so I'm going to play you that video. And then, this amazing Andrew Brigden, an MP, the sole MP. In New Zealand. No, 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 this is in UK. Oh, the okay. UK.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah. He it, held yes, yes, yes.
3: this week a debate on excess deaths in the UK. Nobody showed up, but everybody watched. It was empty. Nobody cares. In the in, in Britain, they, they, he did get a response from the other side. It was very weak. Uh, but you need to hear him go through this. So I want to finish up on Facebook here with just a few. I want to go boom, 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 a couple more more stories. But this is what you're here for. OK, you do not want to go anywhere. Okay, so a former German chancellor claims the Biden admin blocked Ukraine from agreeing to a peace deal in 2022. Uh, in an interview with the uh, Berlin Zetung newspaper, Gerhard Schroeder, who served as chancellor of Germany from 1998-2005, claimed that hundreds of thousands of lives could potentially have been saved if not for the pressure exerted on Kiev by Washington to reject peace negotiations, peace negotiations with Moscow. Uh, Shorter, who has faced criticism over his friendship with Putin and his business ties in Russia, including, a broad, uh, including as a broad member of the Nord Stream 2, revealed that last year he was asked by Ukraine to act as a mediator with Moscow to seek a peaceful end to the conflict. He says the only people who could settle the war against Ukraine are the Americans, the former chancellor said. At the peace negotiations in March of 2022 in Istanbul, uh, the now Ukrainian defense minister Rustam Um, Umbra, the ukrainians did not agree to peace because they were not allowed to Mm -hmm. they first had to ask the americans about everything we discussed the war could be ended if geopolitical interests were not at play wow uh that's news that you already know i'm going to talk about the uk online safety bill uh on the on the flip side i'm just going to go over a few more things here before we say goodbye to facebook dissident doctors versus blundering bureaucrats in japan so, I don't know if you know this in Japan, but they came out pro-Ivermectin and stuff in Japan. In a conformist society like Japan, individuals refusing, refusing to bow to the crowd sound out. That has certainly been true during the uh, pandemic. With the help of independent journalists, dissident doctors in Japan have been waging a battle for sensible medical practices about COVID and altering the uh, public the public alerting the public in dangers. Their activities are essential in light of Japan's government-controlled mainstream news media. This long-standing problem resulted from press clu- a press club system in which government officials feed information to reporters. Their access to those clubs and this information completely depends on pliant cooperation with officials and the narratives that the government wishes to spread. Um, Tatsuya Iwasi, who writes about the Japanese news comments, Japanese press clubs are nothing more than transfer devices. They, they function and will continue to function as mouthpieces as for, for the government. Thankfully, the Japanese no longer are limited to such tightly controlled channels of information. They've got the Internet. They're utilizing more people. So the most internationally famous medical dissenter in Japan is Dr. Manis, uh, Masanori Fukushima. Professor Amrentis of Kyoto University. Many have enjoyed the English subtitled videos of him loudly berating Japanese bureaucrats for Mm. their inept uh, uh, jab policies, stubbornly maintained in the face of clear evidence of serious harms, such as uh, the vaccine-induced suppression of Japanese natural immunity. He even brought a lawsuit against the government for hiding its data from the public, including the fact that infections among the, uh, the jabbed in Japan outnumber those of the unjabbed. So I just wanted to kind of bring this up and let you guys know that what this has done is wake up a lot of people around the world.
2: And you know what I think we've re- we've arrived at a um, unfortunate apex that we've been anticipating, mm-hmm. and that is where the people that have been vaccinated
4: mm-hmm.
2: are. I want to word this properly. Finding to almost to a life and death degree of the, uh, ramifications of their consequences. And then also recognizing that having done what they did has not stopped infection and is never going to stop infection. Mm-hmm. And so this is why we, it's life and death. Yeah. You're playing with people's lives.
3: You absolutely are okay i want to play a couple of these videos here would you hit uh show this one this is rome police beating hamas supporters so we're back to israel again yeah just real quick before i move on i want you to see these like i said i'm not i don't want to hang out with these people that's all i'm saying don't want to do it not going to make me do it so it depends on how you view what's going on
2: here Because anybody that's pro-Palestine is going to see that these are just cops beating down these
3: innocent people. Yeah, well, not, that's not what I see. Okay, we can all say, what does the elephant look like? And here are the Muslim in France show. France. This is always, that's a lot of people.
2: For our podcast listeners, I
1: wouldn't
2: even... A lot really of Palestinian supporters in Thousands France. of people here. The fact that these, all of these types of things are taking place all over the world right now, these demonstrations, very interesting how far spread this message is. It's not just a message, I'm being very careful because we're still on Facebook. Mm -hmm. How far far spread, I'll just say people, make their way around
3: the world. All right, this is a young man, is that there is no opportunities in the United States And so he went to El Salvador. Wait, ain't, we been talking about it.
6: So I'm walking around Costco here and I'm noticing these prices, for example, these Madras lentils, $15.99. I bought those a year ago for $6.99. I keep getting told that we got, you know, six, 7% inflation. You gotta be kidding me. Let's look at what else we got going on here.
2: We literally bought this chicken broth, $5.69, two months ago. $10 $10 for a thing of mayonnaise. He's got a picture of it being four ninety nine last year.
3: Dang, this is the flour we were buying for $5.99 last year. So butter is up, everything. So I'm walking around Costco here. Oh, here so, yeah. Uh, so, so, and I'm not saying that we don't, we have a... So uh, Max Kaiser here, he's saying, join us in... Um, join us in El Salvador, plenty of jobs and the quality of life is outstanding. We have played videos of people in the UK going to El Salvador because you've got the president there, Bukele, who's really cleaned up his government and it's actually a really nice place to live The government,
2: he's cleaned up the cities, he's cleaned up the the people, okay? everything, yeah. But let's take a little commercial break, Leah, because there were a lot of things in that video. One, the one that stood out the, the most to me is because of what we did yesterday, was a case of chicken stock. Mm -hmm. right? So here at our home, this is how we function with our chickens. I usually get out one or two chickens. Let's just say we get out one that makes, well, actually I usually do two. So I've got one day I'm doing chicken leg quarters for our family. Then another day I'm doing chicken breasts or I'm doing fried chicken for everybody. Then, um, what's left on the chicken. And we usually do the wings. We do the chicken tenders. We Mm -hmm. do the breasts, We do the thighs the whole night. We take all of the good hunks off. Then you're left with a chicken carcass. We take those chicken carcasses and we turn them into bone broth. So nothing in our chickens gets wasted. So you could spend $9.99 or $12.99 or whatever that price was on that case of chicken broth. Or you could be making your own oh, Lee and Michelle, I can't do what you guys do, yada, 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 yada. You have to start thinking outside the box. You have to start praying into it. It's not enough just to sit there and go, I could never, my situation is, we cannot. You need to start speaking into it and praying into it and seeing if maybe God has a partner with you, for you, another family that you go into, you both sell your houses and you you're, you move onto a, a property together. Yes, it can be done, okay? And then you need to start speaking it and praying into it, mm-hmm. God, please get us land. We are standing in the gap. We know that you want land for us. We mm-hmm. know that you don't want us shopping at Costco for cases of chicken broth. Yeah. We know that you don't want us shopping at Costco for a big thing of flour. Right. Leah, we get our wheat berries from uh, the, well, it depends on where we get them from now, but we get wheat berries, we grind our own flour. We actually, if we had enough land, we could grow our own flour. Grow your own wheat. It's we not hard. Before. We have done it in the past. It, it's far easier than you think. With a tiny, tiny, tiny little postage stamp, I wanna say it was like 10 by 10, maybe 15 by 15. We grew enough wheat that would equal like a, a 30 pound bag of wheat berries. Probably it was a container, it was about this big. It probably weighed about 30 pounds. In a very small amount of space. You don't need that much flour. Okay, give us this day our daily bread when you were speaking of Ruth earlier, you were referencing that she went and she picked the wheat berries and they grind that and they made that wheat yeah. That and they made the bread daily. So guys, we have to stop thinking I'm inflation bad. Yes. Move to El Salvador, wherever you can get, get out of here. Go
3: somewhere where you can start
2: living freely Growing your own
3: food and all growing right. your own food. Yeah, exactly. A couple more headlines here. Uh, the most important poll yet for Germany's anti-immigration AFD party. So the FD party has kind of been on the outside. At one point, they were going to maybe even ban this party. But actually, the polling says that 47% of Germans say that they would find it acceptable if the AFD joined in a coalition party. If you don't know this, European, uh, Europe, most of Europe has to join in a coalition party, most of Europe. Uh, the breakthrough poll shows that although all major parties reject cooperation with the FD, the German public has a far more open view of the party and this open view could translate into a shift in the stance of the major mainstream parties. This is a shift from the German public that is difficult to imagine even a year ago when the AfD was still largely shunned the poll also shows that support for the AfD's role in a coalition government is higher in East Germany, which is no surprise. In the East, 55% of Germans could support the AfD's role in government, whereas 44% of Germans in the West could support such a coalition. And so, there's a shift in the mindset of the the, the pro uh, from pro immigration to this anti-immigration, to more conservative politics, to less woke politics. Uh, Christine Anderson is one of those as part of the AFD party, and it's great to hear her voice give reason and intelligence to Germany. So there's a shift there. Uh, so I wanted you guys to be an eye on that. Uh, how much do electric batter, uh, electric car batteries, batteries cost? I just kind of wanted to throw this out there because I thought this was amazing. The cost of an electric vehicle battery pack can vary depending on the composition and chemistry. So you've got some that are made with uh, nickel and cobalt and aluminum. Some made with magne- magnesium aluminum. Uh, some made with lithium iron. But here's the deal. These uh, batteries last about 200,000 miles. So if you have a 2025 Cadillac Escalade and you're getting a um, a new car in 200,000 miles, you need to pony up another $22,000 to put in a new battery. This says that this car this vehicle cost 100000 dollars. What? Yeah.
2: Where have I been? Like I've known that car prices are going up. Well, that's an electric car, but because the battery itself is twenty. Who is buying a car that costs a house? Like when I was a kid, that's a Mr. Raggy, to quote Bill Cosby. That's a right. Maserati. Okay. That's a Maserati price. You do, No
3: one owns those cars. That's a Lamborghini. The, the Tesla batteries, you would think that this is not a very big number compared to this number. but this Porsches is, used to cost I less know. than that. I know, but the Teslas, the Teslas I, I know are expensive. They're about $88,000. But if in, in 200,000 miles, you need to pony up another $12,000 for another battery. The battery itself is $12,000. And if you're going to get a Dodge Ram, a 2025 Dodge Ram, you're going to be $81,000 on a new electric one. And in 200,000 miles on your Dodge Ram, you're going to need a new battery for $25,000.
2: stop. If you are a man and you own a truck and it is an, an electric vehicle, man card revoked.
3: And the Amazon delivery van, the, they could do that because they have, you know what, the, the, the cargo vans, everybody should get a cargo van. How much is that? Is that a five? I, we're all driving cargo vans. That's the cheapest one it on the lot. You sound like that's chi- The last car we bought was less than $5,000. But what I'm saying compared to the rest, I'm kind of making a joke. Put a, put all your kids in the back. <laughs> In an Amazon Prime truck. Okay. Yeah. Uh you've got the cheapest battery is a Mustang battery. Mustang is retailing for a really cool forty three thousand dollars. First of all, seven thousand for a new battery. That's a Mustang. Doesn't look awesome. It's like a family car. And then you've got the Volkswagen. Uh what is that raking in at thirty seven thousand? Ooh, that's a cheap car nowadays, huh? And then again, if you want a new battery in two hundred thousand miles. Eighty 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 seven hundred dollars. Gregory says the EV cars with the lithium ion batteries
2: are like the phones catching fire. They don't like water. Is that why all the cars are are, yes. are catching
3: fire? Because of the water. Well, you can't put them out with water. Dollarization. China completes its first digital wand purchases for cross border oil transaction. So the de-dollarization continues. Where are you guys gonna go? ITM trading. ITM trading. Uh, continues accelerating with news of the Shanghai Petroleum and Natural Gas Exchange, a Chinese-backed exchange for trading energy-related products, settling its first cross-border transaction in digital yuan. Chinese-based financial news outlet Yika uh, first reported PetroChina International bought one million barrels of crude oil using digital yuan on Thursday. It was the exchange's first overseas oil settlement in digital yuan. However, the name of the seller was not disclosed. I'm telling you guys that there, there is this the U.S. is is shutting Russia out of the Swift messaging system. You have the BRICS currency. If you're not in gold and silver, I don't tell you. Okay, I know. Why well, don't I with paycheck to paycheck? You know what? I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the rest <laughs> of you people. My mom the other day she goes four <laughs> one zero three because you see how much we we have retirement accounts. If you have a retirement account, dude, you guys get it into gold and silver, especially gold. If you've got, listen, I'm not telling you anything I wouldn't do. Okay. If I got a ton of cash, do, 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 Gold's up high. You should, gold shouldn't be up. There's the thing. You shouldn't, gold's not an investment. It shouldn't be an investment. Right now it's an investment. Okay. It is what uh, Lynette calls wealth preservation. And Michelle, if you could, before we switch over, um, bring up the, uh... my mom did a really cool video. Mom um,
2: does awesome videos.
3: I don't know if you can find her, her clip with Lynette or you just want to bring up Lynette yourself.
2: Let's just bring up Lynette. Because she easier. actually was
3: in tears at the end of uh, one of her shows. So if week. you guys aren't following
2: ITM Trading on YouTube, you really need to be, uh, frankly, because the videos that there. are Was it a
3: short or a whole... It was a whole live um, that she did. It's what WHF is happening in the... Tri- no, we gold... Sub- Wait, I think it's this one. It's the three-day one. And I think it's this one because I think at the end... I wonder yeah. if Mom
2: could find the clip the timestamp for us.
3: I can. I, I listen to the whole thing. All right. Wait, wait, okay. wait. I'm not screen sharing yet. Okay. Hang on. Hang on a second. She's like, I don't know what you guys are doing. If you're not there, I don't want to tell you. I've been trying to tell you, um, food, shelter, barterability,
6: trade. you know, We can build a community and we can say no minutes, to these CBDCs and we can make a difference. And and we minutes. need to do that. Mm-hmm. We need to come together right now, especially with what's happening. Right now it is critically important for us to come together because this crisis that this next crisis that's coming is definitely going to be big enough for them to then justify bringing in the CBDCs. Oh, and the ECB is taking their next CBDC test to the next level right now, but don't worry because there's still a couple years off of issuing them garbage, no flipping way. They're all getting ready to just corral us in. You have to say no. You have to say no. If you don't have food, go to the grocery store while you still can and get some extra food. Food, water, energy security, barterability, wealth preservation, community, what we're doing here. She speaks in speak, in, in
3: coin speak. Barterability is your silver your junk, silver, everybody, it's identifiable, it's easy to to trade with. Wealth preservation is your gold,
6: And shelter, get it done. I keep saying, get it done. Well, I'm watching the ground shift beneath our feet. Maybe you can't feel the tremors, but I'm sitting here telling you, those tremors are there and they are happening now. It is not something that I'm waiting for. It's something I've been talking about since 2015 and it is happening right this second. I'm sorry. It's
1: all right. 20 minutes. Then I would say, we'll just save these five questions for next week. We're at, we're already
3: <laughs> at 20. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry, Lynette. You know what? who's not sorry? Okay. You know who's not sorry? Well, Italy. So if you want to
2: give Lynette a call, not Lynette personally, but if you want to give ITM Trading a call, use our phone number, 1 866 950 7776. 1 866 950 7776. They have a free strategy call. They will talk to you five, six, seven times, and you can talk to them about all your questions. How do you get out of these retirement accounts that you are in? Mm -hmm. How do you move? Let's say you want to get land, you want to get um, whatever it is, animals. They will talk to you about the wealth. Shield, it's not, oh, just come and buy gold and silver from us. That's not what they are about. They are about taking care of you for what is coming. So Lynette, she has an entire bug out compound now, in addition to her regular space and land that she has. She's got fruit trees. She's got a a whole giant fish pond thing or whatever. She's got chickens. I think they're getting goats. They've got honeybees. She's got a whole group of people now, okay? Guys... I love the emphasis on community. I cannot emphasize that enough. If you, and you know what I'm really excited about? The launch of BardsNation.com. BardsNation.com. Something's playing in the
3: background, sorry.
2: I want you guys to get ready. It's going to be launching November 1st and actually a pre-launch for BardsFest.com will be October 31st for the event that I'm going to tell you guys about in a minute. But uh, BardsNation.com, we're going to get community there. And you know what I anticipate? People finding like-minded people and
3: just moving and getting land together through that. Okay. No, that's really good. And here's, here's, here, this right here is where, how it's done. Italy has banned. Yes. Italy has banned synthetic meat and synthetic food. I love them so much.
1: Italy is the first nation to say no to synthetic food, to so-called synthetic meat. It does so with a formal and official act. The resolutions called for a commitment to ban the production, marketing and import of synthetic foods within our territory. These regulations aim to regulate situations where the environment or public health could be at risk or when there is uncertainty regarding the effects of certain products that are being or will be introduced to the market or consumed. It is crucial to have measures in place to address these potential risks and ensure the safety of the environment and public health in such cases.
3: Thank you, Italy. They're banning all of the the fake meat, the synthetic meat, the synthetic food. So, can I just point something out with this word synthetic? Yeah. Modern
2: Dictionary says the definition of synthetic is of a substance made by chemical synthesis, especially to imitate a natural product. Or of a proposition having a having truth or falsity determinable by recourse to experience guys synthetic food is not food you know what's not and your body is only designed to function with
3: food synthetic food will kill you you know what's not synthetic Mom's favorite.
2: Azerbaijan. Mom's hate favorite show. YouTube.
3: I hate this Mom. show. Okay, so you guys, here, here. let me show you where you guys can find it. The Country Two Life, Life Vlog. Vlog.
2: VLOG. 5.82 million subscribers
3: for a show that has zero words. They I- follow. usually follow this one particular couple, but sometimes they follow other ones and this time, and doing all these natural things. So this time, they're gonna pick the raspberries. You know why I say that I hate the show? I need to clarify. Oh, oh my gosh. Because it
2: depicts a life that like literally we all want to live. No, get more to like the home stuff that they do at the house. with. And they show all these shots of the dogs and the animals. There's garlic, hang- garlic hanging in the background. There's this, there's a couple of crows that are stars of the show. And they do, and there's cats that are stars of the show. They've,
3: look at all those berries. N- no. Look at what is oh, even happening right oh, now. What is that happening right now? No, no, you, did right no now? you did not. No, you did not. When we watched and this, And why are their buckets even so cute? That's what I'm trying to get at. I use five-gallon nasty old white pickle barrels. Where do they get pretty purple and pink buckets for this show? Leah, you tell the audience right now. How is this a very this stupid tale? What, it's fake. It's all fake. 5.8
2: million subscribers of just disgusting. Look at this woman. When I'm watching this show by myself in the living room, does it or does it not sound like a football match? Answer me. Does it not? Am I not constantly yelling at the thing? No, you don't. And look at the cute bowl. Look at the cute even- They don't have I have metal bowls.
3: I don't have pretty bowls with pretty coloring. That's on an them. enamel bowl. It's metal, but it's. I don't in have anamel. one. No, I have metal ones. I don't have pretty enamel bowls. Look and at, where do they have a bowl that big?
2: The bowls are literally so huge. Look at her mashing by hand. Where I want a bowl that big. I hate this show. And I want look, cows
3: on a field with a mountain in the
2: background. Look at it. Come on. What's, what is that little tiny cute tractor down there?
6: I
3: don't know. maybe it's what they bring the raspberries. Here up comes in. the honey she's gonna she's gonna she's gonna do this with honey she has enough honey to be pre-preserving get out stop her her. berries and honey and I not can't. sugar I'm not even watching it anymore. How many times
2: do I say I'm not and gonna why watch do they have duckas on their cute little teapot and, and look at how every fire that they make or is goose. made from scratch like that every single one what? with a little teapot to the side and they're making tea in every single show every show they make tea from their own stuff that they're picking. Get to the end. I can't even anymore with these people and the dog.
3: And the cute little And you know what I said? How do they keep their teapot so cute if it's over fire all the time? It's it's all fake. It has to be. No words. There's not a single word on this show. It's, it's It's an outdoor and she has an indoor and an outdoor stove. And she has like this pizza stove out there.
2: So listen here, people. Here it goes. Here she goes.
7: She did, she, sees she
2: did strain them. So this is like a ja- jelly. So what'd she do with She's the... making raspberry jelly. And watch how she does this. And She's got all these cute enamel pots that she uses for everything.
3: And not plastic.
2: And here's some chickens did, did with a crow. He... There's the crow.
3: There's the crow again. What kind of lids? They use different lids, and they don't water bath as much as we do. The crow it and the kinda... cat and
2: the chicken, all in one shot.
3: No. Can't be and real. And he's just sitting there with, with all those flowers. And how many fla- How many different kinds of flowers? It's got to be a Hollywood set. Of yeah. course, guys, we're being sarcastic.
2: This. We're being sarcastic. But listen,
3: look at her cute. I have friends lids. that feel like they. Ball they, jars they tell me I'm not allowed to use They anything still but ball jars. need
2: to allow their. to use a television to babysit their kids sometimes. Mm-hmm. They'll turn on Curious George or whatever. Mm-hmm. I told my best friend Jesse, I said, why don't. This is 20 minutes long. If you Play need to set your kids in front of something. Put it on repeat. Set them in front of this. And you know why I love this? Words have now power. Now what is she doing? Now she's got real sugar. Sugar, She's going to make a pie. Oh, she's making a pie. Starch. Let me finish my sentence. Words hold power. So for your kids to watch something that is like this, not only are they learning, but you can be sure that They're the, 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 feeding the bear to the cat and the duck and the. They're not going to be being corrupted by words.
3: I'm telling you what. Raspberry pie, or what? Wait, okay, what are we doing with eggs? Maybe she's putting an egg in the pie. I'm just finding out, I wanna see. Sugar and eggs. So
2: every once in a while they'll put some, like if they're doing a recipe, they'll put the words they so, just started but doing. But they never that. tell you how much. No, they are just telling you what it she is. Just like, gu- I could tell because it's.
3: Because she just guesses. She's putting and in little little wheat flour. The, you know they grind all their flour there. I know. They uh, they literally have a they communal. Have a,
2: exactly. She's making a tart. What
3: is happening?
2: Oh. That's the egg.
3: That's the egg with the flour and the salt and the sugar. Egg, flour, salt, sugar. No, nothing else. And she's putting in her wood. She, there soap. it's going.
2: It's going in there. Look at it.
3: Are those currants? Oh my it, gosh! The cat's in a wood bowl, wooden bowl. A wood bowl. Oh my gosh! It's like a little. She's sent the tart out. Mm. Uh, hot, Ten dollars. She's putting cream on top. Oh come on! You know she is. Wait, what's the juice? Oh, we're just gonna drink the juice. Oh, we're just doing a tart. We're just drinking raspberry juice tea or raspberry tea, I bet. Well, that's cute. That looks fun. That looks fun. So and then, and then at the end of every episode,
2: they sit down and together and they, they eat
3: it and they show that you that woman internet. eat like nobody business.
2: And then the dog plays with the cat and the cat gets mad and it, look at all the all flowers. All the flowers and, another, and look, the wood and is that another is, wood I don't stove. No, that would catch fire. It's too close. to The house it can't be. So here, then, then they've got this storage shed. It's like Mary Poppins bags. She's always taking stuff in there and I know it doesn't all fit in there.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So. Now, All right, now you're gonna say goodbye to Facebook, and we're gonna get to like the no, rest we're of life. not gonna say That's goodbye to Facebook
2: yet, because what we're gonna do is
3: advertise for. Yes, our, where are y'all gonna be? We're gonna be at a prayer. Coast rally. to coast with the holy, with the ghost. holy stinking bring ghost. Bring it down, bring it down now, bringing down the power. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Did you just ruin that for me?
3: <laughs> no, I tried. You know sometimes when you like try to hit a high note and it doesn't hit? Like, I thought I was going somewhere. And then I realized it was a dead end, but now it's on camera. So <laughs> practice.
2: I don't know what's going on with the website. I think it's because there's not a picture. Hang on. I gotta, I'm going to have to fix that in a second. Okay. All right, so here's what I want you guys to do. Okay. Let me grab the, we're going to go to the website together, even though it's a little wonky because there's a little glitch I need to fix. I know exactly okay. what's wrong with it. Um, resistancechicks.com. Okay. WWW. That's a comma. Dot res- no, that's Facebook. WWW.resistancechicks.com. This is what all y'all are going to do. I want you to familiarize yourself, familiarize yourself with the website, resistancechicks.com. Go to the show and event calendar. Okay. First of all, before I get to the event on the 31st, I- I'll take down the chicken butchering that just happened yesterday. If you live locally, I want you to enjoy it to join us at empower you. Okay. Mm-hmm. We are going to be talking about homesteading on and, Tuesday on Tuesday night, the uh, 24th from seven to eight 30 empower you studio. That's two, two, five Northland Boulevard, Cincinnati, Ohio. So you can go there, join us. I think they have a pretty good crowd planned. So I'm really looking forward to that. So when Lee and I get a chance to speak in person about homesteading and where this all is headed and how we, Help save ourselves from the disasters that are coming. There's nothing that we enjoy more. And I'm gonna be straight up honest with you guys. And this is not me tooting our own horn, but toot, 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 toot. We're way better in person than we are on even camera. So you will definitely the anointing of God comes. It's, it's way just more, more fun. fun. I love it. Um all right, so this. Has evolved. There's going to be another flyer coming that will combine two events. But for right now, because we didn't have all the details from Scott Kesterson, and I don't know if Scott's still in the chat over there on uh, Rumble here, and we're waiting for some more information. But Night of Freedom is happening here in Dayton, Ohio, at Neil Peterson's church on halloween night now i don't like to acknowledge that it's halloween night but i know it'll stick in your brain if i say halloween night october 31st, october 31st from 6 30 until all night long thanks to scott kesterson because he set the bar really high and i'm definitely not gonna let well, him neil beat us. put it
3: up first neil he did said, actually say neil says
2: i'll be there all night and then scott's like well we are going all night and i was like then fine we're going all night too we'll see we'll, as the lord leads all right so dayton ohio right here in Ohio, we have a a very real reason that we have to do this. Ohio issue one, going into November 7th. Mm -hmm. We have to pray against this. This is spiritual warfare at the highest level. We are taking down down rulers and principalities in high places. They want to legalize abortion up to birth. Essentially, this law that's on the books will legalize pedophilia. Uh, It will legalize child prostitution. You'll be able to take a young lady to get an abortion at any yeah. age, and not be prosecuted. Let's mm-hmm. say a coach uh, rapes and molests a little girl. Mm-hmm. He could take her to get, and she can sign her own consent form. Yeah. Then also, gender reassignment surgeries. Mm-hmm. A child, as a, at any, any age, age, could technically sign their own consent form mm-hmm. to get a gender change, to take hormone blockers, to get their genitals cut off. This is the most extreme yeah. bill on the ballot across the nation for November 7th.
3: Yeah, So we're going to pray against that, but we're also, if you need inner healing, if you need deliverance, if you need prayer, we're going to enter into the Holy of Holies. We're going to enter the heavenly of Hellies, heavenlies, uh, Hellies, actually, you know what? We are <laughs> going to was... get the hell out of people. We are. Okay. On of you. we're going to pray the hell out That's of you. That's a glad tidings thing. Yeah. We're going to love the hell out of you. Yes. And, and, and you know, there was a sign for, um, issue one that said, hell, Yes. And I'm reminded of like people used to say, heaven yes, hell no. Yeah. And you don't say it as in. So the issue one said that it said hell yes. Yeah. So that's them
2: manifesting it's hell because that's exactly because you know what I was gonna put on my sign out here, which I got corrected on. I was gonna say um, vote no or go to hell. But what Christine worded it better is avoid hell, vote no.
3: Right? Yeah. You feel me? Why don't we just say hell no? Heaven, yes. Heaven, yes. Hell, no. That's to good. issue one. I like it. I like it.
2: But it's not on my sign. <laughs> but you have
3: to say. I did just put out a to, big You sign. can't say it the way the world says it. You have exactly. to say, hell, no. But you don't like a word Or no hell. to hell. Say no to hell. Say no to hell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. So anyway, you guys have been tuning into Isaiah 61. So we're do
3: spiritual warfare, everything.
2: You've been tuning into Isaiah 61. You've been listening to Scott Kesterson. And, and Leah and I, for the if past you need four deliverance, weeks,
3: come, we're going to do corporate deliverance and, and, and individual you guys deliverance. guys have Lord been
2: sending us a lot of messages. Can you pray for me? Yeah. Well, guess what? We want to lay hands on you. So right here in Dayton, Ohio, we're going to be doing an all night prayer rally for as long as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, now Scott Kesterson, again, upping the bar.
3: He's going to have a prayer breakfast. Oh, he, he they're doing a night. sunrise
2: service. They're doing a prayer breakfast. They've got, um, I think, Brian and in Alicia. In Portland, Oregon. But In Portland, Oregon. And Glad Tidings Church. Now, so, Glad Tidings is also doing an event. There's is not going to be an all-nighter, but they are going to do an event. So, there's, there's three a, locations there's for this, this going on. There's
3: midnight, past midnight.
2: I think it, it's going to go really late. So, if you live in California you're going to head to glad tidings. If you live anywhere on the west side of the country, you're going to probably head to Portland, Oregon. They're going to be taking on demons. They are taking this very seriously, by the way, because pastor Dave sent a message essentially to Scott and to Brian and Alicia. Don't enter into this lightly because I'm telling you, you're going to be shaking up some demons. But here's the awesome thing about the Portland, Oregon. They have the Cantrell family. Scott used to live in Portland, Oregon several times through his life this is a we have authority to be here and we are going to kick the devil out right okay so i want you guys where are you going to be now you can also tune into the live stream on bards streams multiple streams bardsfest.com is going to live stream all three events resistance chicks rumble will be streaming the dayton event bards fm rumble will be streaming the oregon event Mm -hmm. so mark your calendars for that very very important and please Find the flyer where we have it shared everywhere and and share it because you guys need deliverance. We want to be able to lay hands on you. And this is, this is an event. I'm Mm -hmm. not, I'm not going to lie for you to drive from out of state for, right? All
3: right. So now Facebookies, goodbye.
2: In short, I'm going to drop the link one more time from rumble.
3: Hello. No, see you in a
2: second. Oops, that's not what I no, want. I'm
3: to. not saying goodbye. You guys want to see this video about this lady from New Zealand. You,
2: you guys don't want to go in. You know when I say this every time we make this switch. Steven Crowder has his mug club. All these people have these locals and Patreon. You know we
3: can't talk about that on Facebook. So come over here. I All have breaking we're news for you. you I to have do shocking news that you've click never heard link. anywhere. Come listen to this. There's no come paywall. to Rumble at Resistance Chicks Rumble. You have to hear this. Okay. Come
2: here. All right, here we go. Okay. Goodbye, Facebook.
3: Okay, now, bring up this video. 30 people had the COVID jab on the same day at the same clinic in New Zealand, and they are now all dead. D-E-A-D-E-A-D dead. dead. <laughs> okay, not a little dead, not half dead, not like heart attack, in the back alive dead. I'm talking dead, dead, dead. Listen to This is uh, Liz Gunn of New Zealand Loyal Party. Come on now. All right, here we go. D-E-A-D dead. D-E-A-D. I'm so glad you 30 people, that same day, same clinic, all dead.
0: I'm Liz Gunn and welcome to this New Zealand loyal post-election update, the first of two election updates. In my previous video, just before the election went ahead, I stated that I would, straight after the election, release information that would shock you, the mother of all revelations, more. There were many demanding that the information be released before the election, but that was not able to be facilitated. The whistleblower's words to us were that it would be published after the election. I also had deep concerns around the trauma the information would cause on the eve of the election, and to me it felt unethical to exploit such traumatic information for our own political gain. Well, we have now come to an undisclosed location with a New Zealand clinician-mathematician who is very experienced in statistical analysis. That person has with us reviewed the data and confirms our position that it is damning. The figures show that there are tens of thousands of deaths linked to the jabs. And this is just one of the sites recording this type of information in New Zealand. We don't know how many further databases like this are in the country. So it follows that as the deaths are usually less than the numbers of side effects, then the extrapolation of the numbers of injured and dead Kiwis starts to become, frankly, eye-watering. We saw in the data that there are many clusters of deaths, people who attended the same jab site and were jabbed one after the other at consecutive times on the same day. We saw their jab date. We saw their date of death. Let me give you just one of many examples. On one day, 30 people were jabbed on the same day at the same location, all are now deceased. And their deaths are in close temporal time proximity to each other. That's, that's 30, that's all players in a rugby match on the field, suddenly dead. You see, statistically, okay. the numbers of deaths we saw cannot be attributed to natural causes, given same site and same date of vaccination. It would be, what they say statistically, highly unlikely.
2: Impossible. We are
0: calling for an inquiry not just any inquiry, a full-blown criminal investigation leaving no stone unturned. New Zealand is a crime scene. Computers of anyone associated with this COVID response rollout in any capacity, mobile phones, communications, bank accounts, archives and a whole host of other targeted information must be seized. We have OIA evidence, Official Information Act evidence, that the government knew every side effect before one single jab was given in New Zealand. So, this evidence lays waste to the safe and effective narrative. It also underlines the gravity and enormity of what I have just stated in this statement. The OIA evidence we have is attached underneath this post on the nzloyal.org.nz site. But there's one thing for sure. There should be no more jabs administered in this country. So many lives have been lost. We saw 13 children on the list that we have examined alone. Since this whistleblower approached me saying they wanted me to release this once I was in Parliament, I have wanted to have this data released immediately. Why? Because clearly, once it fully goes out to you, the public, it would prevent any more loss of life. In fact, so committed am I to stopping any further murder-by-needle in this country that I was willing to put my face and my name on the line on the eve of the election. I have seen the information first-hand. I have struggled sleeping at night since then, knowing that this level of detail is now available, but, as we find today, being withheld. You see, whistleblowers always face great risk, as we all do, who seek to bring the truth to the people of this country under urgency. I cannot comprehend why, when there is ongoing harm, that this data is not released immediately to bring an end to that harm and to launch a full-blown criminal investigation.
2: Criminal investigation. So I'm appealing
0: to you, the people of New Zealand, you must all demand an end to the jabs. Thank
3: you.
2: If
0: not addressed urgently, the World Health Organization will be able to declare the next pandemic and force mass jab compliance under the Pandemic Preparedness Act, which will soon be a reality. Research that. It's also critical that you understand the difference between an inquiry, per se, which is what Winston Peters has called for, and what we call for a criminal investigation. Come on. Inquiries often lead to narrow terms of reference, and they can risk just being a whitewash, where they seen to be doing something, but there's little or no change as a result. By contrast, criminal investigations involve seizure and an in-depth examination and exposure of all facts. What I will do New Zealand, should this whistleblower finally find the drive that we are showing at New Zealand Loyal, the determination that we have, and approach me again and say they will divulge it all, what I will do is take that information to Winston Peters. I'm not looking for anything from this other than what I always look for, which is to serve my country. I will willingly offer it to Winston Peters, should they find the courage to fully open up with what we have seen today and I will hope that Winston gets, along with the hard work of exposing it, I would hope that he gets all the glory as well. What I want more than anything is for these truths to be brought to you, the people of New Zealand. And my final word today would be this. I pray that at last the backbiting can stop, the nastiness, the undermining of one another can stop, and that this issue, this important, crucial standing together, finally unites us all, New Zealand, and that we stand up to this new government and say, We demand a full exposure of the truth.
5: Wow.
2: That's awesome. I mean, clearly it's not awesome that people are dying. It's awesome that she, that this is proof. Like you cannot, I get the VAERS number. I get that they can sidestep all of this stuff. You cannot sidestep the fact that 30 people that all got the vaccine at the same time on the same day are now dead. You can't.
3: No, you cannot. You absolutely cannot. This is uh, this irrefutable uh, evidence. And, and, and is, under normal circumstances, right. this would be
2: blasted on every news station every around news the world. Every news station
3: around the world. Uh, but I, we do have to make a correction. She's not an MP, but she is part of a smaller... Uh, She's the head of a minority party that did not
2: make it to Parliament. Thank you for the correction in the chat from Big Rob.
3: Okay, now, Andrew Brigdon. Andrew Brigden. Oh, my gosh. This man is on fire. Okay. So, here he goes. Uh, let's bring this, bring up this tweet first. Uh, a supportive protest in Westminster tube station today reminding MPs to attend my debate on excess deaths. On Friday, this was uh, two days ago. Please write to your MPs to ask them to attend the adjournment debate on um, this Friday. You can find out who your MP is. So, this is in the UK. Andrew Brigden. You guys, show them the picture Pearl. Show them how many people well, show. up. First, you
2: want me to pull up this one. Oh, so I thought you already had. Hang okay. on. I got it right here.
3: Okay, so here's this tweet. Now, go to the next one. One man stands alone speaking up for excess deaths and vaccine damage. Remember that this same chamber was full to the brim when MPs were voting to take away our freedoms, force vaccines, sack care workers, and mandate. I, I, I just, it, it, may, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit. Like, it hurts for him, but I'm not hurting because he's just standing up with the rest of us. He said, uh, so on Friday, today is, the de- today is the day of the first debate in a parliament anywhere in the world on the subject of excess deaths. Um. I believe that Ron Johnson tried to do one um, outside, but not on the floor. Come on now. Don't we have debates? Can't we debate these things? How come we don't have good debates? I'd love to see debates. Our house is stupid. Please tune into the debate uh, this afternoon. He says... On on Friday, October 20th, I have secured the adjournment debate on excess deaths. This will be the first debate on the subject anywhere in the world. This will mean that for the first time, a government will have to answer concerns about the global issue of excess deaths. I will continue standing up and voicing the concerns of the constituents and those further afield who demand answers from the government. Uh, So I want you to see first, if you go back to um, this tweet over here to the left. I don't know how far left it is. pretty far over here. No,
2: I... almost, it's one of these really far ones.
3: Okay. So this is the BBC's coverage. So every time he was talking, the BBC would put a new chyron on the bottom to fact check him. Saying things like, the NHS says COVID-19 vaccines used in the UK are safe and and the best protection from getting uh, seriously ill. Oh, the official NHS guidelines say to the government uh, administered vaccines are safe and essential to public health over and over and over The again. next one says, most people with
2: allergies, including food and penicillin allergies, can be vaccinated against COVID-19. Wow. That's,
3: okay, so let's go to the debate. Let's see. Why don't you go to... Where is it? They have the the whole of it somewhere. I think I've got it up. Where where did the debate go? Hang on. I thought I had it up. I thought I had the whole thing up.
2: Is that... We could just play part there of it? There it is.
3: There it is. Full video. I want to just play part of it, but All I want right, to go to the full so. video because... Nobody clipped it up for me. So I just want to play the beginning of it.
2: Okay, hang on. Oh, we're not highlighting whose these
7: are, actually. There it is. Oh, look at that. Cool. Thank you, Mr Deputy Speaker. We've experienced more excess deaths since July 2021 in the whole of 2020. Unlike the pandemic, however, these deaths are not disproportionately of the old. In other words, the excessive deaths are striking down people in the prime of life. But no one seems to care. I fear history will not judge this House kindly. Worse still, in a country supposedly committed to free and frank exchange of views, it appears that no one cares that no one cares. Well, I care, Mr Deputy Speaker, and I credit those members here in attendance today who also care. And I'd also like to thank the Honourable Member for Lincoln for his support, and I'm sorry that he couldn't attend today's debate. It's taken a lot of effort and more than 20 rejections to be allowed to raise this topic, but at last we're here to discuss the number of people dying. Nothing could be more serious. Numerous countries are currently gripped in a period of unexpected mortality, and no-one wants to talk about it. It's quite normal for death numbers to fluctuate up and down by chance alone. But what we're seeing here is a pattern repeated across countries, and the rise has not let up. I'll give way to my honourable gentleman. I'm I'm very grateful, and can I commend him for the tenacious way he's battled on this particular... Um, issue. I, I certainly admire him uh, for that. I just wondered where, where he found the media was in all of this, because, of course, during the COVID pandemic, every day the media, particularly the BBC, couldn't wait to tell us how many people had died in that particular day without any context of those figures whatsoever. But they seem to have gone strangely quiet uh, over these uh, excess deaths now.
3: The gentleman for his intervention is absolutely right,
7: the media have let the British public down badly. There will be a full press uh, pack going out to all media outlets following my speech with all the evidence to back up all the claims I will make in that speech, but I do not doubt there will be no mention of it in the mainstream media. You might think that a debate about excess deaths is going to be full of numbers. This speech does not have that many numbers because most of the important numbers have been kept hidden. Other data has been oddly presented in a distorted way and concerned people seeking to highlight important findings and ask questions have found themselves inexplicably under attack. Before debating excess deaths, it's important to understand how excess death is determined. To understand if there is an excess, by definition, you need to estimate how many deaths it would have been expected. The Organisation of Economic Cooperation and Development used 2015 to 2019 as a baseline, and the Government's Office of Health Disparities and Improvement uses 2015 to 2019 baseline modelled to allow for ageing. And I've used that data here. Unforgivably, the Office of National Statistics have included deaths in 2021 as part of their baseline calculation for expected deaths, as if there was anything normal about the deaths in 2021. By exaggerating the number of deaths expected, the number of excess can be minimised. Why would the ONS want to do that? There's just too much that we don't know, and it's not good enough, Mr Deputy Speaker. The ONS published promptly each week the number of deaths that were registered. And while this is commendable, it's not the data point that really matters. There's a total failure to collect, never mind publish, data on deaths that are referred for investigation to the coroner. Why does this matter? A referral means that it can be many months, and given the backlog, many years before a death is formally registered. Needing to investigate the cause of a death is fair enough. Failing to record when the death happened is not. Because of this problem, we actually have no idea how many people actually died in 2021. Even now, the problem is greatest for the younger age groups, where there's a higher proportion of deaths that are investigated. This data failure is unacceptable. It must change. There's nothing in a coroner's report that can bring anyone back from the dead. And those deaths should be reported. The youngest age groups are important not only because they should have their whole lives ahead of them. If there is a new cause of excess mortality across the board, it would not be noticed so much in the older cohorts because the extra deaths would be drowned out amongst the expected deaths. However, in the youngest cohorts, that is not the case. There were nearly two extra deaths a day in the second half of 2021 among 15 to 19-year-old males, but potentially even more if those referred to the coroner were fully included. In a judicial review of the decision to vaccinate yet younger children, the ONS refused in court to give anonymised details about these deaths. They admitted that the data they were withholding was statistically significant, and I quote they said, the ONS recognises that more work could be undertaken to examine the mortality rates of young people in 2021, and intends to do so once more reliable data are available. How many more extra deaths in 15 to 19-year-olds would it take to trigger such work? Surely the ONS should be desperately keen to investigate deaths in young men. Why else have an independent body charged with examining mortality data? Surely the ONS has a responsibility to collect data from the coroners to produce timely information. Let's move on to old people because most deaths in the old are registered properly and we do have a better feel for how many older people are dying. Deaths from dementia and Alzheimer's show what we ought to expect There was a period of high mortality coinciding with COVID and lockdowns, but ever since, there have been fewer deaths than expected. After a period of high mortality, we expect and historically have seen a period of low mortality because those who have sadly died cannot die again. (laughs) Those whose deaths were slightly premature because of COVID and lockdowns died earlier than they otherwise would have. Let me just emphasize
2: on what he's saying here. um, First, let me answer a question that Sherry had. Again, she's like, why is it so empty? They're doing a debate on the excess deaths from the COVID vaccine in the UK, and ain't, ain't nobody, nobody want to show up.
3: Ain't nobody got nothing. There's, on no, debate. there's, there's no, no debate. There's no debate. There's no debate. So that's why no one showed up. If they had fire in their bones and they had a lot of stuff on their, uh, you know, in their there's pocket, there's zero conviction. They don't have anything on their side to fight what he's saying. They, so they just don't show up. If you don't have something smart to say, don't show up. Don't say anything at all. There's a scripture that says, "A fool." Uh, by his silence appears to be wise so true exactly so but to what
2: Andrew just said here, okay? When you're looking at mortality rates It seems like there are deaths that are going down because the people that have died from COVID can't die twice
7: mm-hmm.
2: So I thought that that was really worth noting here. I don't know uh, how much of this
7: we're gonna watch But a more, yeah true for every cause of death and every age group, but that's not what we're seeing even for the over 85 year olds, according to the Office of Health Improvement and Disparities, there were 8,000 excess deaths, 4% above the expected levels, for the 12 months starting in July 2020. That includes all of the autumn 2020 wave of COVID, when we had tiering, the second lockdown, and it includes all of the first COVID winter. However, for the year starting July 2022, there have been over 18,000 excess deaths in this age group, 9% above expected levels, more than twice as many in a period when there should have been a deficit and when death for diseases previously associated with old age were actually fewer than expected. Mr Deputy Speaker, I've raised my concerns around NG163 and the use of medazolam and morphine, which may have caused and may still be causing premature deaths in the vulnerable, but that is uh, sadly a debate for another day. There were just over 14,000 excess deaths in the under 65-year-olds before vaccination, from April 2020 to the end of March 2021. However, since that time, there's been over 21,000 excess deaths, ignoring the registration delay problem, The majority 58 percent of these deaths were not attributed to covid we turned society upside down before vaccination for fear of excess deaths from covid today we have substantially more excess deaths and in younger people and there's complete and eerie silence mr deputy speaker the evidence is unequivocal there was a clear stepwise increase in mortality following the vaccine rollout there was a reprieve in the winter of 2021-22 because of a fewer than expected respiratory deaths but otherwise the excess has been incessantly at this high level Ambulance data for England provides another clue. Ambulance calls for life-threatening emergencies were running at a steady 2,000 calls per day until the vaccine rollout. From then it rose to 2,500 daily, and calls have stayed at this level since. The surveillance systems designed to spot the safety problem have all flashed red, but no one's looking. Claims for personal independence payments for people who've developed a disability and cannot work rocketed with the vaccine rollout, and it's continued to rise ever since. The same was seen in the usa also started so we're not just talking about deaths, deaths here pause we're not just talking about
2: deaths here he's talking about people that can't work people that are getting on disability Absolutely. that is also increasing so so deaths yes but people that are literally physically damaged to the mm-hmm. point that they can no longer work anymore yeah. because of this thing mm-hmm. so
7: leah we can't watch the whole I know, thing
3: just a couple more minutes
7: COVID, a study to determine the vaccination status of a sample of such claimants would be relatively quick and inexpensive to perform. Yet nobody seems interested in ascertaining this vital information. Officials have s- chosen to turn a blind eye to this disturbing, irrefutable, and frightening data, much like Nelson did. For, for far less honorable reasons, he would be ashamed of us, Mr. Deputy Speaker. Furthermore, data that's been used to sing the praises of the vaccines is deeply flawed. Only one COVID-related death was prevented in each of the initial major trials that led to authorization of the vaccine.
3: All right, so what I do have for you is along those same lines, this is, this is Andrew Brigden, and that's his debate. Um, we're going to skip that on the electrical vehicles, but
4: this is uh, June Slatter here. ...comments regarding excess deaths. Nothing to do with the virus. No, they haven't died because of that. They've died because of other reasons, like heart failure, cancer... Different reasons, but there seems to be a corollary that nobody's, nobody's even bringing to the table. And that is since they've all joined in the rollout. Because the excess deaths, normally when you have excess deaths, it's usually the elderly. More elderly die. But in this instance, recently, 2022, the excess deaths were the under 50s, under 60s, under 40s. They're, they're, They're the ones that's dying. Now, I can back that up with evidence from um, a crematorium manager that I know who runs a very big crematorium, and he said normally when he buries people, it's like 75% elderly, and the rest is people from other causes, accidents and what have you. Currently, he's burying people or cremating them. It's about 50-50 split. In fact, some weeks, it's younger people. Wow that that's and speaking of younger people
3: infant deaths did not rise with covid-19 deaths rose quickly as mothers were vaccinated and bore their child over the first 9 months of april 2021 to january 2022 of the vaccine program deaths continue even in mothers who were vaccinated before they even became pregnant deaths of infants less than one year old, from non-COVID natural causes, bears two inflections. First occurs week 14, 2021, and introduces a phased impact upon gestation. The second happens once gestation window is essentially ended. Full full gestation. Full gestation. This shows the graduated impact of the vaccine on unborn children of vaccinated mothers. Unequivocal 27% excess infant mortality by early 2023. The last 26 weeks are depressed by 999 death certifi- cert- certificate categor- categorizations not included in this chart. This becomes more stark when one realizes that this increase is net by a drop in birth during this period. So the baseline should be adjusted downwards. California shows 5.4%, so actual increase equals 34%. However, have not done that here. Um. So he says this is his dumbing down uh, of it. The this infection, this inflection in infant mortality is not caused by COVID. The data falsifies this notion clearly. So that's infant death mortality, and
2: this is actually confirmed and backed up by just conversations that I have had from people that work in neonatal clinics and and mothers work-
3: who died. I. We know mothers who've died and we've known women who've had very bad pregnancies and we know, um, infants who were born with like a lot more. Yeah. What I'm getting at is I have spoken to at least a minimum
2: of three nurses that work in, um, neonatal and, and not just neonatal. I think it's just the natal maternity Maternity wards. Mm -hmm. These children, these babies, are, are dying they're litter and these nurses have no recourse they cannot help them they cannot save them and they are s- devastated and the increase is so stark it's like we used to I don't I, I, I'm forgive me for not having the numbers right offhand but it's we used to have X number of deaths and it was very very rare and now mm-hmm. it's just becoming regular
3: so I have some mom keeps playing this and so she is on the advertisement um will you guys want to go to vid angel? And they have a new movie, uh, so we all want, want to go support it. Let me see. Can you put in Life After Death trailer? I bet it's at Angel Studios, not but Angel.
2: which are they're, It's weird when you have companies that are two different, different ones. There's the After Death right there.
3: Okay, so I guess we're all supposed to go see this October 27th. Who wants to go to the movies? Go me with me. Screen share Actually, we have to go see two movies this week. We do? Yeah, we have to see Police State. Because we have so much time to see movies. I know, isn't that great? How do I watch the What day is the 27th? Here? That's in five days. What there day is
5: God. the 27th? Doctors resuscitate. I can't be dead because I've never felt more alive. I've never heard these experiences before. Hogwash. It was 1969, the beautiful day to fly. We were about a hundred feet above the ground when I started noticing that something was wrong It was engine failure Trees were filling our windshield I found myself above the crash site And while I'm processing what I'm looking at I can see a pilot and This is me. No two near-death experiences are the same. Out of nowhere, a trainer truck kept me on. But they typically occur in a very consistent process.
6: We began to go down the river, and my boat became pinned. I was drowning.
5: The first thing that happens is called an out-of-body experience. And they come to a place of exquisite beauty. They very commonly see a light. Deceased relatives come to meet him. The first person I saw was my grandfather. Now I'm traveling like
1: a rocket ship. Straight upwards. And with that... (laughs) Oh my God, I'm alive. But not every near-death experience is a good
5: one. 23% had hellish experiences. I saw a black tunnel. I was just falling. I wasn't in fear, I was in terror. It was just darkness. Put me back. I don't belong here. I heard a voice before I woke up. You still have a purpose on Earth. I was very skeptical.
6: I never felt alive and then dead. I felt alive and then more alive.
5: Had full brain recordings from the dying human brain. Even though they were unconscious, they were able to give corroborative evidence. She's describing something she just shouldn't know. You can't be mystified by that question. What happens after you die? This really does show that there is life after death. I'm Don Piper, and I died on January 18th, 1989. A semi-truck crossed into oncoming traffic in the rain and crashed into me, killing me. Since 2001, the number of people who doubt the existence of life after death has almost doubled. But our film, After Death, can help change that. Together we can spread the message of hope that there is life after death. We don't want finances to be the reason someone doesn't see this movie, so Angel Studios has set up a pay-it-forward program or you can pay for someone else's ticket who might not otherwise see it. You could bring hope to someone grieving the loss of a loved one, or even help someone struggling to find purpose in their life, simply by paying forward a ticket and sharing this message. And if you are unable to pay it forward, we invite you to claim your free ticket today. This message is too important let finances stop you from seeing it. Go to angel.com slash after death and show...
3: So go to uh, a, 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 and put in your theater and they have group tickets available. And um, our particular theater and like a bunch around us are offering group tickets available. So get this. You can buy... Buy 10 and get... So you can buy buy five, get
2: five free, buy 10, get 10 free, buy 25, get 25 free, buy 50, get 50 free. Well,
3: 10, 20, 50, 100. Right. So this is a really big deal. If you guys want to take your family and friends to go see this movie, um, this is a really good deal. Like, but you get it through angel studios and then it says they, the ticket prices are an estimate
2: of $15, but if your local theater prices are more then you have to pay more, you have to pay the difference. Yeah. But that's roughly so awesome. That sounds awesome. So we're going to the movies to see that this week
3: yeah and then we're going to invite pe- people so we can buy 10 tickets and take peep 10 people we're going to okay. figure it out we're going to figure that out alright Um. so yeah who wants to go to the movies I'll, so, get, I'll get my friends together the chicken butchering people They well, maybe they all want to go maybe they all want to go we'll pick a night <laughs> and I'll buy your tickets and we'll go half price alright yeah so there's that and then there's police state it's a big it's a big Uh. it's a big it's a big week for opening Uh. Movies. So, policestatefilm.net,
2: policestatefilm.net. This is Dinesh D'Souza's latest film, and he always knocks them out of the park, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, we'll, we'll play this. Donald
5: Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic.
6: The government told American citizens they couldn't go to church on Sunday. I've never seen anything like it. It may be the Russia other people grew up in, but not my America. FBI war, come to the door now! There's a heavy banging at my door. Open up! It's 15 marked units on my property. I got SWAT in the back of my house. It took like a battering ram to my door.
5: 6 a.m., I hear boom, 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 and hear about six to eight military style soldiers with the tallest one of them pointing an automatic rifle at my head fbi we have an arrest warrant. shock you out of sleep
2: drag you out of your house have clothes, refuse to give you a warrant ransack
4: your
6: house now i'm facing 15 years in federal prison
4: for doing nothing other than exercising my right to free speech
1: i have no reason to be attacked
6: i hope that you remember matt's name and the role you played in killing him
1: how did we give the state this kind of power?
5: 9-11 changed everything. We're going to expand the bureau from law enforcement to domestic intelligence. Legal shackles are now off. It used to be Islamic terrorism. That threat has kind of dissipated. Our focus is shifting. They're moving to domestic extremists.
7: really paints anybody who's right of center. What we need is a person to look at. And then we go find out what crime you did. If you're a pro-life, pro-family
1: Catholic, they define you as radical. The demand for domestic terrorism vastly
5: outstrips the supply.
6: When candidate Trump came down the
5: escalators, the government had a meltdown. We are going to drain the swamp. We'll see about that. You take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you.
1: The Patriot Act and FISA were used against Donald Trump. Google literally rewrote their news algorithm based upon what Trump was doing so they could get this guy. You just take out the word Russiagate and you put in COVID Origins, you take out COVID Origins and you put in Hunter Biden's laptop, you take that out and you put in January 6th. It's a replicated play from the deep state and their partners in the media. They're not just deplatforming you, they are trying to throw people in prison. If they're coming for me, they're coming for you. Hands on your head! These are
5: anti government. We have
6: freedom of religion and freedom of speech.
5: Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. We can do anything we want. Police state. Exclusively in theaters, October 23rd and 25th. Tickets sold okay, only so on Police State.
1: Police Day, you can get those
3: online. That's Film. Going to be Net. tomorrow and Wednesday. I can't exit out of here. PoliceStateFilm.net.
2: If you would like to attend tomorrow night with Leah and I, just shoot me an email. And uh, it's at 7 o'clock tomorrow night, so we'll probably be going to the Milford Theater here in Milford. So if you want to come to the Milford Theater and you want to go with us, um, just let me know. All right, so Leah... Do you have a Neil Oliver or anything like that that we got to cover or no? I think it's too late for that. It is too (laughs) late for that. All right. What a great show. Phenomenal show, Leah. Great job. Um, Here's the deal. We really want you guys to be joining us for one of these three events. If you live on the West Coast, you've got an option of uh, California or Oregon. If you live on the East Coast, we're we're your only option. Dayton, Ohio. October 31st, which is Halloween. We are going to Shake Heaven. If you've needed prayer and deliverance please come and join us. Visit resistancechicks.com and click on the show and event calendar. There will be more details on the California and Oregon event coming soon. As soon as I get them from Scott Kesterston, they will be going up on the website. And I will make a flyer for that so you guys can share it. But that's, it's literally like nine days away. Very short notice, but that's all right. We're going to, we're going to knock it out and rock it out. We will see you tomorrow night for... Kingdom Roundtable, so if you're not going to go to the movies with us and you're not going to go and see Police State, then you need to be tuning in to the Kingdom Roundtable on yes. Kingdom Roundtable or yeah. on Resistance Chicks Rumble Channel with Corey Gray and often our dear friend Jason Heidinger. Then again, Wednesday. You know the Taylors told me today? What? They have started the Revelation Red Pill from Episode 1. They listened to it on the way down. As a matter of fact, Kevin has listened to Episode 1 three times. He listened to it by himself. Then he listened to it with Christine. Then he listened to it with the kids on the way down. Wow. So as they were pulling out of the driveway today, they put on episode two. So rocking it with Revelation Red Pill. I'm telling you, it's life-changing. Our friend Caitlin was here this afternoon, and we were talking about it. And she's like, it's so depressing. And you see pastors get up, and they will be talking about kingdom, and they'll be talking about advancing the kingdom of God, and we're winning, and all this, that, and the other. And then, of course, the end time stuff gets slipped in there, and you just feel the Holy Spirit completely sucked out of the room because that's not where the Holy Spirit is headed. It's like, it's not even that the Holy Spirit is sucked out of the room, it's that they've left the Holy Spirit. So tune in. Victory now. Kingdom now. We reign as kings and priests today. So where you can get more encouragement on that vein of the body of Christ and where we're headed in a society, every Wednesday on Rumble or Facebook at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Then again, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Brighteon.tv. Also coming up, I want to say, this week, yes. At some point on Wednesday, and I don't know when it's going to be, we will be on for the Brighteon.tv telethon. You can tune in all day long. I think it's going to be like from 9 in the morning to 9 in the evening. And they're shifting some stuff. I think they're going to get rid of the commercials, and they're going to become completely listener-funded, viewer-funded, which I'm really excited about. Our program on Friday will then go from a 44-minute show to a full-hour show because there won't be commercials. So that's uh, an interesting transition. But if you want to be in for the telethon, they're going to raise some money. They're going to have a lot of amazing um, hosts on there with Ohio Brett. So super excited about that. I don't know if Scott's going to go on there, but he did get invited, Mr. Kesterson. Uh, so, super, super excited about that. So, we want you guys to be tuning in this Wednesday, the 25th. tv All day long for the All Day Long Telethon. Um, Alright. I think that that's it. I don't got anything else. Oh, I do. I do, though. Like, I really, really, really do. And I told Catherine that I was going to do this. We had this big party. It was called Chicken Butchering. At the end of the party, a.k.a. Chicken Butchering, we... Had everybody um, eat, and it was really, really good. We had everybody bring food. The Taylors had a four-hour drive home. We're eating. They can't go home. They're gonna stay the night. Okay, fine. They've got sleeping bags. You're sleeping on the floor. But our friend Catherine, we I knew in advance that she was gonna be spending the night. I didn't know if our friend if our friend Caitlin was gonna stay the night. She's Catherine has a really bad like it issues. Caitlin's staying the night too. Upstairs. I'm like I'm gonna give one of them my bedroom go up there and I'm changing the sheets and I realize my my pillow mattress topper is on my mattress. So that means I now have the availability to have two beds. So we pull the my pillow mattress topper off. We put it on the floor. She gets in my bed. We are all still downstairs. She gets in my bed. Princess in the P not good enough for her back. So we had made up a bed with the my pillow mattress topper on the floor. She was like, I felt like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. This little bed is too hard. This little bed's too soft. And this little bed's just right. The My Pillow Mattress topper on top of a, um, a carpet and carpet pad was just right. And she loved it. Like, she's like, it's almost like the perfect firmness for her. Okay. So I told her, you're going to have to get a My Pillow Mattress topper for prepping for people to come and stay at your house because this is an excess bed. Right. So. I said, I'm gonna just continue to use this. She loved the MyPillow mattress topper on the floor. On the floor.
7: She was it's like, that's what that I would thick, prefer. Isn't...
2: It's like two or three inches thick. That's there's two, three. there's two thickness. I think mine is the three. So go to mypillow.com forward slash RC. Use promo code RC. Get the MyPillow mattress topper. Or you you can wait. I don't know if they're on sale right now, but sometimes they go half off. Yeah. So wait until they go half off, then go and buy them. But every single MyPillow product. Yeah, stellar. Yeah, so getting it out of the park.
3: You guys, your your family members who are liberals, get them the my pillow towels and pray like, and pray. And they'll over be like, I'm like, oh, these towels are
2: so good. Why do I love them? And those slippers. And the anointing. My, yeah. The anointing on there. So. But I have a
3: really good comment here from the Alfred Kinsey um part oh, yeah. two. I'm glad you're gonna read that. That's fine. I'm not turning away from this. This is from the Alfred Kinsey video. Check this out on Rebel Share with your friends and family. I was cut up and in- a lot of people are sharing this with your family, so please keep doing it. I was caught up in all of this for a long time, and because I was duped, I contributed to duping my kids. I got to repent and leave my kids repentant somehow. I don't know how, because my kids think it's all pretty normal porn, music, fornication. Most kids where I'm living think it's all normal. Teen pregnancy, abortion, cohabitation, acceptance of homosexuality all normal. God, help us. Holy Spirit, help me find the right words to change this for the young ones. Have mercy on the youth who have been completely brainwashed. I actually work in disabilities with a girl who thinks she's a boy. She is ruining her body with hormones. How do I speak to her? God bless you, sisters. Uh, you have gone where few dare to tread. Thank you. I repent, I repent, I repent. It's awesome. Amen, and I'm with you. You know, Lord have mercy. If, guys, if there's really honestly right now... One thing I want you guys to watch is our Revelation Rebel episode 26, 26 and, 27. and 27. Alfred Kinsey, share those. Those are the ones your worldly friends need to watch and they will watch it. As a matter of fact... And they'll watch the Margaret Sanger 25, 26, 27. 25, 26, 27. It's Revelation Rebel. It's the eugenics. It's, you guys, your friends will watch them. I guarantee it they will watch it. I, they will watch it. Please share it with your friends and family. There's, very eye I don't eye-opening. tell you... I mean, I know very, they're not going to get all eye-opening. the Revelation Red pill ones. You know what? You want to do this right here
2: and there? Let's do it right now. What is it? What are we doing?
3: My pillow 2-0, baby. Open it, finally. Um, I was going to do a video about 20 it. 20 weeks later? No. You were, okay, you got to do it today. No, I don't have time.
2: I have. You me open it right now. I was going to. So we're at Bard's Fest. Yeah. And they sent a these. A month later. They sent these for the giveaway. Yeah. And the box didn't make it in time. Or it did and we didn't notice it. So we got one for the show. Yeah. To advertise for the show. Let me open it right now. I do. Patriot Gallery, you're going to have to make a clip of this. Okay. okay. A single clip. This is our mypillow.com. Oh, come up with
3: something better than that. We love my. We love Yes, we do. I don't do, want do, to do, do this plastic
2: because I want y'all to be able to still do, do see it do, do. Oh, oh here. here. It's slipping side. right out. It's slipping well, it's right out.
3: It's slipping right out. Now, now, this now, one you don't put in the dryer. It'll
2: just, it's going to, but wait. It, now you're doing this, but see wait, if I wait. was doing this in a video, it's gonna take a second for it to um, okay. come to life. Right okay. now, it's like a limp noodle. It's gonna, it's gonna come alive. What does
3: it say on the instructions? Cause it's right now, it's a little crazy. What did it say to it's do? Like, it's like anything that's um, memory
2: foam. So give how it a long second. does it say? It doesn't say. There's no. It does. No, there
3: were instructions, Leah. There were. There aren't. I know. There's no instructions
2: on here. It's probably on the website.
3: Look it up. It's getting somewhere. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. The other ones you're supposed to put in the dryer.
2: But you're not supposed to put this one in the dryer.
3: Let's see what happens. But you know what I love about the MyPillow? It's already cooler. I can feel it. It's it's cool technology. It's super cool technology. What does it say for the instructions on the Mm -hmm. MyPillow 2.0? I have the MyPillow 1.0.
2: All right. So let's. Right now, chair. it's
3: feeling a little weird. You sure so nervous? right now, they're
2: buy one get one free, with promo code RC. Okay. Looks like you've that's, been sleeping well, the the Megan.
3: Dad, He's back,
6: the my pillow the
3: guy, and
2: you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Okay, I love where are the instructions. Writer. I don't know.
3: Scroll down. I don't know. What? How? uh, Are we supposed to put this in the dryer? No, it said do not put in the dryer.
1: Where? Welcome to the MyPillow 2.0 commercial.
2: It says ready to use, do not use dryer.
3: Okay. All the other MyPillow... Miss makeup.
2: Well, you look good.
3: What loft is this? How many? It'll sell you. On the thing. And that.
6: You're sleeping even better. We've got the best pillow ever. My okay. pillow 2.0. Wow. Like I
3: don't know. This is going to switch out. I'm telling you. Good. Good. We got it.
6: Welcome to it the liking set people. of the My 2.0. Cool. The most amazing it. pillow in history. And new technology know. is still the My Pillow's patented fill. And now we have new technology. Come on, my I invented my pillow that's going to help you thing.
1: sleep. Oh, it it's totally will,
6: though. It's huge to pillow, pillow,
3: though, by the, the way. It's a king size. A promo
1: code on your I've never seen a pillow that big. One, one right. We should have somebody stay the
3: night try it out. Fresh pillowcase. I love Let it. Me see here. Cleaning instructions spot clean, mild detergent.
2: Are there instructions on the tag
3: for air bit? only cycle? Air, air fluff. Air fluff. No heat. No heat. So air you could fluff it put it in the dryer I'm air, and air fluff, fluff it you're
2: air fluffing it right now
3: air fluff it no heat i'm going to put it in the dryer air fluff it no heat right i don't think
2: i, well, I there's think always it needs some heat
3: in the dryer though it must need... but you're air fluffing it right now it must needs so it.
2: tell them what the you can't see it cuz it's so bright here get the get it up close to the camera it, it's like textured and it says my pillow on it and that it does it. that actually oh. yeah so this outside thing is what my um it's so soft is what my mattress topper is like kind of made of. This textured thing. But you're gonna need thing. a pillowcase. You need a pillowcase, yes. But I'm don't, just saying, like it's really, really pillowcase. nice. And it's got um it's, like the other my pillows, it has it's not just a pillow, it has little chunks. Like, it's a these, giant pillow. See all these little like um it makes it look like you got cellulite. Like the pillow has cellulite. Because it's these that make the my pillow this patented fill. It's, it's not gonna just... It's going to have to go in the dryer no, on the No, it, it looks totally fluffed. It's
3: not fluffed.
2: Hang on, look. Look it how much fluffier it's, it's gotten not, just since you've been doing this. I can't even fit it on the camera. It's so fluffy. See? That's way fluffier than when we got it out. I don't know. I feel like it's super fluffy. I'm but you can't... Leah, you can't... We're signing off.
3: I'm trying it out.
2: Oh, she's laying on the ground. Hi. Okay, we're, I'm watching Leah.
3: I don't know. It's got to fluff some more.
2: Leah,
3: it's got to fluff. She
2: some says more. it has to fluff some more. Okay, I'm. Gonna, I'm t- I've taken a picture to show you what she's done right now. That's Leah. You think it still needs more fluff? But it's needs a big old pillow. So what you're gonna have to do now that we've opened it, which I would have done on the video, you did it on video, Leah, we will sleep on it, and we will let you know. I will. Because I've become a princess in the pee with my my pillow. Like I can't sleep without my my pillow now. So I'm gonna we will we'll, I will compare. That's on our dirty basement floor that you're doing right now. It's really gross. I um, oh, cleaned it after we did chickens. Shh. Mm. So anyway, that's really fun. Leah, um, are you gonna go to sleep right now? On the hard floor. Why not? Gatlin is. Okay. Bye. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory. If it's actually the truth, we love you. God loves you. God bless. We will see you next time for another episode of MyPillow.com. Is that how they do it? Is that the little jingle?
3: It could be better, but work on
2: it. It's a hard jingle to sing. Come
3: up with a new one. Okay. That jingle needs a little
2: help. It does. Mike, could we? But it's so, like, signature. MyPillow. my my, 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 my pillow. (laughs) Okay. Scott Kesterson has been knocking it out, by the way, on all of his programs on Podbean. And he is having some issues with Podbean. So if you want to catch him live, you have to go to his YouTube channel. And this coming week, he will have Rumble Up as well. But all of the regular shows are on YouTube right now because Podbean is having conniption fits. So make sure you're checking out Bards FM. It's getting better. It's It's getting getting better as you're...
3: Yeah. I'm, As your head's I'm on it. it. I'm digging it. Yeah, actually, because I think it's getting the air from the room.
2: All right. And Patriot Gallery has had some phenomenal shows this week, them by out the, the, the way. Knocking them out of the park. Like, And you know her her videos are getting up there she's, on the yeah, views, she, by the way. Yeah, she's getting more of an audience. She's video. got her own following now because her stuff's so good. So make sure you're t- staying tuned Watch to the Patriot mom. Gallery videos. They're really, really, really my good.
3: videos are way better sometimes than ours
2: i got nothing else to say. I'm just going to say goodbye. I hate to leave you, but I really must say, good night, Resistance Chicks Nation. We'll see you on the 31st. You're either going to watch it streamed live or you're going to show up. And you need to show up because you need hands laid on you and you all know that you do. Remember, you need some deliverance. And empower you on Tuesday. If you live within driving distance of Resistance Chicks, please come. We want to see you and we want to meet you in person. And we will have Founders Bibles for sale. So if you're wanting a Founders Bible and you live locally, come and show up. You can get them for 20% off. They're normally 80 bucks. You can get them for 65. So you can't beat that deal. All right, we'll see you guys next time. God bless.
1: But you my name Side on the
6: run from the sun